Jonathan's to my side, to my right side. We're starting something new, a different kind of series. This is something came out of our show when we first did a show. And then after the show, we started talking about, I think we need to do something and have more conversations about this new version of a tradesperson, right? Just try to figure out how we can at least start the conversation and then go from there. And so we came up with the new tough, which is TNT. And we thought it was a fitting name for that. Um, and it kind of works. And I think that uh, we want to first and foremost, get rid of the stigma attached traits, people thinking that you're a man, masculine, and you're tough and you can take everything and life is giving you everything possible. And then you just have to deal with it and handle it, which is such bullshit these days, isn't it? That's how I'm looking at it. So I want to welcome the panel back. Like you guys have all been on the show before and it's been fun having you guys yep. on the show. Yep. You're a four timer now. Four times. Four times. I love back. it. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I finally feel loved. <laughs> and sec two timers, Clint and, and, and Clifford yeah. here. So I, I definitely want you guys to introduce yourselves and then hashtags and whatever else you want to share. Uh, start off with you, Clint. I'm uh, Clint Young, Fieldstone General Contracting, uh, based out of Durham Region. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Yeah. Something like that. I get you. That's how you yeah. find you and then see your work and yeah. that. that. So yeah. then to your side, you got Clifford here. I'm uh, Clifford Parker, uh, Pegasus Underpinning. It's uh, probably one of best known as Pegasus Underpinning Renovations. Uh, we're best in the, based in the West End of Toronto, Etobicoke area. And uh, yeah, that's what we do. Look us up. And then T. I love his accent. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just like, you know, now how am I going to beat that? It's not a competition, Human man. Group. No. Again, back to Hussein, the general. We are do art. We are artists. We create. And yeah, that's about it. What can I say? You want to see our work? Instagram at Crewman Group. And yeah, we don't really have a website, but. You don't need it. We'll make yeah. one. One. Nobody thing. goes to it anyway. Yeah. No, <laughs> no. And then I'm co-hosting it with with Jonathan here on these shows, so we're gonna have a lot of fun talking about this. This is, this is fantastic, right? So I just, um, sorry guys, I just, I totally forgot to do this thing. There we go. It's starting. Is it starting? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just want to let everybody know that it's called the new tough TNT, a new series from TCL, and the idea that behind, like Jonathan and I, when we were talking about it, we were just saying it's not just about surviving; it's about thriving, and we wanted to work together, stay strong, and, and bring all these problems out. I want to let, I, I know I sent you these notes to you guys, and it's a, it's a long list, but I want to share um, some of the things that we are going to talk about on these shows, these series of shows, right? And obviously, we want to bring up depression, anxiety, um, substance abuse, work-related stress, isolation, injury and trauma, financial insecurity, job insecurity, physical strain, lack of access to mental health support, stigmas, relationship strains, sleep problems, physical health complications, long commutes, environmental stressors, uh, lack of job control, bullying, harassment, family and social support, suicide risk, pressures to meet deadlines, lack of training, delayed recognition of mental health needs, legal and regulatory issues, shift work, uncertain career paths, exposure to hazardous materials, high physical demands, lack of breaks, inadequate safety measures, communication challenges, mental health stigma, difficulty disconnecting, pressure to cut corners, lack of accessible resources, and complex regulations. And that's just scratching the surface, right, Jonathan? Absolutely. Like that's just what a typical tradesperson goes through on a day-to-day -day being in the construction industry. That's not even talked about, right? That's this, not even talked about. That's true. Part. This is the stuff that we're having this discussion sort of before we, we, we push the record button is that, yeah, we do all, we all do great work. We're all skilled tradesmen, tradespeople. Cool. 
we're also human beings, and that's the shit that doesn't get talked about. That's the stuff that we're here for. That's what we're we're, we're flipping the script because, uh, you know, we're, we're passionate about human beings. Construction. Human beings have been doing construction for 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 how many thousands of years, folks? Right? Since the beginning since of the, Earth. Since the beginning of time. Yeah. Right. I wanted to get from all you guys from that list, and I know it's a long list, but. I wanted to get from all you guys what top five kind of stick out that you guys want to start talking about because we can't discuss all of those, right? The idea is that we want to, Jonathan and I want to create a series of these shows where we'll bring three other tradespeople in here and we'll keep continue this conversation because I definitely have been hearing from a lot of people that listen to the show that there's a lot going on in our lives, pers- professionally, personally, um, and and nobody's nobody's finding resources or avenues or people to reach out. And I like that somehow TCL is given the opportunity where contact information's out there and you guys have the courage to reach out to strangers that are not really strangers. Because I feel that when we on the mic, like yourselves and everybody else that's been on these shows for 400 plus shows, once we start opening up ourselves and we start sharing who we are and where we came from and where our passion started and our construction career started, we feel a lot more familiar with each other. So we have the courage I use uh, to reach out and just say, listen, I just, you got 10 seconds or can I just pick your brain? And I get that all the time. And I offer up my phone number and Jonathan, you get it as well too. So are there any things that are just front and center for you guys that you want to discuss that I want to bring up? And Jonathan is in this segment and that's why we're doing this. So he's going to have a lot of insight. Um, no, no, go no, ahead, go man. Ahead. Just go jump ahead. in. Um, so, you know, I think it's a big thing in construction to know like obviously, we're we're all we're all together basically, and we're, and we're not we're not alone. I think that's the the one weird that you really want to eat. Well, you, you know, the one sentence you want to hear in construction uh, when you're going through these times and you're in that deep, you know, with the clouds are over your head, and you think you think there's no escape. Like you, you you think, you know, the only way I can describe stress is it's like poison, and it, and it gets in your bloodstream and almost overtakes your body. Like, it, it will pull you down. You don't see anything, what's going on around you. You don't see what people see. You don't see what they see. All you see is a goal, and that's your business. You don't see what's happening. You don't, like, you don't see that people are trying to talk to you, and, you, and you're just literally walking past them. Or, you know, you come home, you know, your wife or your partner says hi, and you just kind of, like, nod your head and just keep walking. Like, you know, these are the things that I look back at now, and I can see I was doing. Like, mm. at the time... I don't know. I just had one goal and all I knew is I was never going to fail. That's, that's all I knew is no matter how hard this business pushes me and no money, you know, no matter how busy I am seven days a week, 18 hour days, I, I don't care what it takes. All I know is I've got one goal and it's never going to fail. And that's, that's, but the thing is when, when you've got that goal, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot going on, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure. Um, you know, you just kind of shrug it off you find ways and means of trying to get around that stress, you know, cause obviously, you know, sleeping starts becoming an issue eventually, you know, with, with, you know, with them long hours, you know, there's, there's less sleep because even when you do get home, the day hasn't ended. You've got to hit your paperwork. You've got to do your computer, you know, you pull out the computer, you do this, you know, when, when you, when you're alone, you know, when you're out on your, lo- out on your own, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to face these things. Like I say, you pull out that computer, you know, you, you crack a beer or whatever, just to take the edge off of the day, you know, just trying to get, settle them nerves a bit. Then you can kind of sit down and, and, and kind of deal with your day. Did you, Clifford, when you, we've all gone through this. Like, mm-hmm. it almost feels that, and I said this to someone recently, where I, when I'm actually 100% full tilt stressed out, I feel invisible. Oh, God, yeah. I literally am walking through a grocery store, and I'm just doing my day-to-day stuff, and I literally could be an invisible person walking through society, 
and I could be here or not be here and yeah. nobody would know the difference. My, my partner calls me the ghost. He used to call me the ghost because I'd be in the house and I'd just wonder, like in, in complete silence because my head would be stuck to my phone. You know, it'd be stuck to my phone and then when I wasn't on my phone, I was on my computer. You know, and like I said, looking back, I, I have no idea how she dealt with me because I was, like I say, I just- I'd Who was the first to notice this? Was it your significant other or my, was it- My partner okay. kind of woke me up. She kind of said to me, you know, like, look at you. Did look you at, look at yourself. Did but you? I, 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 you know, as anybody else, you know, they look in the mirror, they know where they're going. Yeah. But they refuse to ignore it. And all you keep asking yourself is like, what can I do? Like, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to fail. Like, I don't, I don't care what's happening to me. I don't care that I'm, you know, you know, I'm, I'm putting on 50 pounds. I don't care that I'm, you know, I'm doing vape. I'm vaping like cannabis just so I could sleep at night. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, whatever it takes just so I can get a god solid four hours, three hours sleep. Was the option the to like just stop? And but that's all you, you know, you don't think about stopping at the time. Stop There's no stopping doesn't even anyway, cross your mind. Especially if you're self-employed and you're doesn't your doesn't cross your mind. So then basically what happens is that you already have your own personal pressures going on and then it's just compound pressures coming from clients, suppliers, employees, sub past three years have been the ticket where I found talking to guys where it really got bad. And mm -hmm. I, I always put it, I was saying to Jonathan, you just go into cruise control. You're just like ghost, cruise control, however you want to put it. You don't even think about it because you know you got to go. You got to do it because somebody's got to pay the bills. It's got, got, you got to keep moving. So you just. So what if we don't have someone that actually notices it because we know that we don't notice it first? I, th I think those guys aren't here anymore. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. It gets dark. It gets yeah. really dark. Yeah. And how so many, then you and just get into. Sorry, Jonathan. I was just say, and it, uh, how many relationships are, dis are, are destroyed because of that? Oh, the past few years, I, that's all I got was death notices. Funeral, like there was more funerals than weddings. Well, right? the older we get, there's that same. Which, which is normal, but yeah. the past few years have. You get, the older you get, the less the things are given to, to you and more things are taken away yeah. from you. And the marriages. That's like just you, how it works. Because yeah. yep. what do you do? You go home and you're pissed off or whatever it is. Yeah. Like stressed out and that you try to buckle it and bury it deep. Like our age, a little yeah. older. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're meant, you bury it. Yeah, you do this, <laughs> but you then what happens is like, it's like, this is, this is why we're here to talk about this stuff, right? Because it's like something happens, a relationship gets destroyed. Your partner says, you know, I'm going to say, she, you know, she's, she put in her, in my case, my wife, she puts in her patience and, and she loses it and that's it. Yeah. And then what? That fucking relationship is done and it's like, our brains go to, fuck, I don't need this shit. I got enough to deal with. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then what do we do? We, we, we leverage and we lean into the vices, the addictions, positive or negative, right? Whether it's, you know, Sex, drugs, or rock and roll—it doesn't matter. Yeah. We lean into something to, to become we, we try a and distraction, we try and to numb it, numb it right? in some shape or form, yeah. right? Yeah. right? Like I say, we try and we try and get extra sleep. We try and do these things, you know, like oh, tonight I'm not going to touch the computer, and you know, I'm going to I'm going to take them extra few hours. But the thing is, if you're not releasing that that stress, you're going to wake up and you're still going to have that feeling. You're yeah. still going to have that anxiety. And the best thing somebody said to me today is, anxiety is your body's willingness to move. And this, this, is the, this, is the, this is the confusion when it comes to anxiety and stress is you've got to let go of it. Like you've, you've got to release it. Like your body is made to get rid of that stress. Like it is. As much as you, as tired as you are, trust me, like the, what my gateway was, like my, my like gateway out of like stress is when I just decided to get up and run. Like it, it was like nine o'clock at night. I was shaking. I was sweating. Like my, my, my wife was just like, you know, I, I was pacing. I was like, I was... I was off the charts. Like I was like 
like a boiling kettle, basically. That's Did you age. think that the physical was going to help you, or you just figured I was looking? Oh, and for I needed to do something. You needed to do something because I was I was shaking, like I was physically shaking, um, and I, I needed yeah, I needed to I needed to let go, like I needed something. And you know, the, the run was either going to it was either going to kill me or make me feel better. And I came back, you know, I hadn't ran then for five years, and uh, I just found the nearest route and just hit the like down the side of the railway tracks. I just hit it flat out. And I think I said mentioned on the last time I was here yeah. is like, you know. I was like, you know, I was, I was a big boy. I was like, I had a big, big gut on me. And like, I ran, my knees were on fire. Like my, my chest was burning. Um, like I, I physically spat blood. Like I literally did. Cause like I ripped the lining, cleaned off my lungs. And I, trust me, I came back and I was like, what the hell did I do? But like, in, in some shape or form, I felt better. Like I re uncoiled that spring, even if it was just a little mm. bit. Like I say, stress in this game, when you know, when you go home and you try not, you know, you don't want it. You don't want to let it out on your on your partner. You don't want to come home and just like start talking. You know, I mean, there's, there's talking. You, you know how it is. Once you start letting, you know, you start talking about your day, you, you can come it's across as like, it's yeah, not a conversation. It's, it's not a conversation. You'll start getting that up. Not not that you're taking it out on them. You, you know, you'll start it up about your day, and you 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 don't realize your voice is getting louder talking how frustrating oh. your day is. Are you guys? Actually, all, you don't realize you're you, doing it. Are you guys all conscious that that this stress, if you don't manage it, if you don't confront it. It will physically deteriorate your body. Yeah, poison. You, you guys are all conscious Absolutely. of that, right? Poison. Yeah. It's exactly Absolutely. the same. It'll just slowly eat you up inside. It's that poison. It just takes over your body, it, like physically, numbs you. Like it's the only way to describe it. It's like you could almost, it's almost running through your veins. You'll feel it. It's so th like your blood becomes thicker. Like you know, just it's the only way to describe it. How are you guys handling it, Taha and, and Clint? I don't even talk to my wife about work. There's no. When you come home, it's I family. Come home, family. It's just. It's a different guy now. I was a super villain in the day. Mm -hmm. At home, I come home now. I'm a clown. I'm a horse. I'm a whatever the kids need me to be. There's no, I don't, and I find that works amazing because she doesn't matter. She doesn't. She does. She knows like my day is going 100 miles an hour all day. And with homeowners and contractors, what people don't understand is we're the bottom of the bottom. Nobody, no homeowner cares that. You have You're going your through. kid's birthday or something. They want their floors in. The floor delivery is coming tomorrow. Let me interrupt right? you for a second. You haven't given Robin a shout out. Oh, right? shout out to my wife, Robin. It was her <laughs> birthday this weekend, actually, just yesterday. Love you, boo. But, you know, and again, she's my, you're, again, with your partner, they got to be there for your mentors yep. to big you up. That's important for contractors. My first wife left me because I work too much. And said, hey, I don't love you no more. You work too much. All you care about is work. Yeah, That's a I was a young guy. Yeah, I was a young guy back in the day trying to bring up the company, trying to get to where we're at today. And this was the route. And when that happened to me, I was like, what are you talking about? I'm mm. here trying to buy us a house, trying to stack our money, trying to do things. And you're saying I work too much. This is for us. You think I'm going to work all this money, get the money, and then what? I'm going to Peru, and I'm going to go party or do for myself? But do we communicate as tradespeople? Because this is a common story yeah. that I've heard where you get a lot of hardworking men working extreme hours, extreme weeks, and then they're just doing it to make this paycheck, to get it so they can build for the nest egg to provide for their family. Yeah. But in the meantime, what's going on is their significant other 
you're not paying attention to me. You're never here. And when yeah. you are here, you're not here. And that it means I want to be out of this relationship. What yeah. is it, like 80 or 90% that women always make the call of like, we should have well, a divorce? For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's like, sure. Right? Because the, again, the, the man's in that mind frame where he just, all he wants to do is provide. And you know, he, he thinks in being in this dark place is what it takes. This is what it takes to get to get where they want to be. If, if it takes for me to get punished and taught, you know, miss, miss food, you know, miss meals, just just grind it out, whatever it takes. If this yeah, is what it takes, you, you don't going. care. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the guy that, you know, you, you know, you're punishing, so to speak, you're punishing yourself because this is what I want to do as I want to provide. So do, if this is what it takes, this is what I'll do. Do we to go to a dark place? This is the thing. It's like, how far do you want to push? It's like, you know, it's like- As long you, as you, you can come back. Yeah. yeah. If you can come back from that dark place, it's fine. But sometimes it's an eye opener and you learn from it and you move forward. But yeah. I, I always said, yeah, it's fine if you want to fall, but you- you got to get back get up. Back Sometimes up. it right. takes something to wake you up yeah. to make you realize what you, you are. I think you have to go through the dark to see the light. Yeah. Or else, how I don't know. Do you, do you know guys shut your phones is? off? Because my phone's on all the time. Well, the thing yeah, is, I, I, I think it's been years yeah, now that's that what I mean. my phone's on vibrate now. Yeah. Well, same with me. But I'll get a, a text, and I'm up north on the boat and hanging out, and the phone goes off, and it and clients don't care. Like no. I mean, sure, you're full service. Yeah. And that's where relationships yeah. probably Why can't suffer. we have a conversation with our clients and just tell them, listen, I'm not 24-7 accessible. Yeah. We set the yeah. boundaries. Why well, can't that, we do that? Are we nervous that we're going to lose that. sales? Yeah. We're going to yeah. lose revenue? It all depends on how, uh, you know, how deep you are into your business because some people have, you know, people, they pay people to do that for them, which is, I think that's what I think most people need is they have that line where, you know, if they, you know, if your receptionist or whatever doesn't answer the call, that, that's where it ends. I think that's what most people should have. You know, I, I've thought about it a million, a million times. You know, I should have somebody answering the phone. But like, it's like, oh, it's just another person. You know, as a physical, as a physical guy in construction, to pay somebody to sit down, it's like I don't know. It's, yes. it's, and people it's come frustrating. To, yeah. But people come to you because of who you are as a human being. Yeah. Right. The, the company's name organically occurs, but they come because of who you are. Yeah. Right. I want to talk to Clifford, and like, that's what I'm calling for. That's what I'm texting for. Yeah. So. What could it look like? And this is, you know, you said some interesting things that maybe worth coming back to, but what does it look like to set the boundaries? Because, okay, boys and girls, I'm going for my run right now. So for the next hour, fuck off. Just don't take your phone. Yeah. Yeah, like How do you do that, though? How do you do that with a client? Can't do that. Uncom- do that. Can, can we not? Can we not uncomfortably you, you set the boundaries? Like, like, like you're up. saying, it's yeah. a bigger company, you hire somebody and you got a receptionist and you take, what are you doing on a Sunday anyway? I'm not coming to your house you to fix it. I think you begin by, uh, first of all, shutting off all the notifications. Yes, yeah. that, that's, that's right? what you Starting have to Starting off with that, because yeah. there's, there's no real emergency that you have to respond to that text email right away. Yeah, Unless you're not doing it anyways. Unless it's an emergency. If there's, yeah. like, the project's on fire or something yeah. like that, that's an emergency. But if it's just everyday questions, what's going on, sure. I get it. Clients are sitting at home, they're flipping through whatever publications are online, and then an idea comes up, let me ask so-and-so, because... 10.30 the at night. Yeah, but yeah. the thing is... Yep shut off the notifications and then go on. And even better, like I think maybe Jonathan, you mentioned it, where it's like you throw it on airplay and all of a sudden the phone that's is it. disconnected. So you won't even get that message at yeah. that yeah. time, right? But that's like a, you know, that's a, that's a, that's an itch you, you know, you want hard to scratch. Right? But then in the it back is. of your head, you're still thinking It'll always it. be in your head. Yeah, sure. of course it is. Until, until the day it's not. Because now we set the boundaries and go, I'm not going to, yeah. I'm, I'm going to send Clifford an email and know that he's not going to respond till Monday. So unless it's mission critical... If it's mission critical, they're going to know how to get in touch with you. Let me ask you this question, guys. What's worse, the failure of a client or the failure of your family? Yeah. Failure of your family. I think, yeah, I think well, the, 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 in, in a construction standpoint, I think that they're both seen in the same, in but the same in the kind of country. Term, yeah. 
Yeah. Like as much as you want repeat business and you want to make your clients happy and that's how we are as tradespeople, yeah. we want to be people pleasing and we want to deliver our product exactly. and we're proud of the work that we provide. In the end, it's our family that's going to be there. Oh, I'm happy to lose a customer over. Like, yeah. There's no way the family yeah. is. But at the time when we're, we're, when we're going through it, we're right. not thinking that. Yeah. We're no, thinking no, no. that that client is providing for my family. If I cut yeah. that faucet off, yeah. And, and either do it, Walker. That's that's the balance that you know we talk about, right? You're trying to keep that balance. Does it always another one come? Always, always. Yeah. I don't even market, man. You but know you don't. That. I know you yeah. don't. I have no marketing. No. Your nothing. marketing is when you speak, when you talk mm-hmm. to people, I when guess. you leave an impression, yes. right? Yeah. That's your marketing because yeah. in the back of your head, that you know that the family is more important than the funds that are coming sure. in from that work. Yeah. Like with me, like what what John said about like you know you could turn the phone off or like put it on airplay and. I think as an owner, like you can't do that because homeowners and our clients, like I said before, they're babies. They need their baba. They need their bottle. And we're the guys giving them the bottle. So even if it's a little call, whenever for them to say, hey, what's this Maybach stuff? What is it about? Whatever. And for us to take that five minutes and say, hey, buddy, comes from Quebec. It's expensive because it's white cedar and they finish it. And you have to have the special nails with the colors and there's a certain way with the strapping. And you just explain to them it was 10 minutes, right? That to that client is huge because they have a direct line to the owner, to somebody mm-hmm. that cares. Yeah. And the, the, the clients, they know. They're like, hey, I'm bothering this fucking guy on, on a Sunday. And he still picked up and still answered. They hear the kids in the back. It's like a zoo when you call me, at least. It's like a zoo in the background. So is, it, is it our fault? Right. Because we make ourselves accessible. I don't 100%. think it's like I, I think fu- it is, actually. Because yeah. it, it, and it it's, depends the size it's a of your company. Yeah. If you're a bigger yeah. company, that's a different thing. But if you're small, and I'm the same, too. I'm a sucker for it. How do you guys feel when I, you I feel see guilty that display if I don't answer the client call. and you don't really want to answer? How do you guys feel? Like you said, guilty. Guilty, yeah. yeah it's, an sure. itch. it's an itch. I have to pick it up. I have to. Because... What else we get in the game for? I don't know if any you guys have ever had that where a client actually complained that you didn't answer the phone, like you know, oh, on yeah. a Sunday night or whatever, oh, yeah. and they're like, "Where were you?" And I'm like, "I'm at home eating dinner yeah. with my partner, just like everybody else." And they actually complain about it. Oh, you know, it's something. It's, again, it's something, or a bad mind, something minute, and they try <laughs> to be funny. Bad with review. You. Yeah, well, I've had, I've had that, I've had that so threat before. Guys, yeah. this amplifies me. So I'm thank you for bringing this up because we get a bad review at some point in time. Do we actually have to give a shit about the reviews? Because you do zero marketing yeah, and you I still know. get all the business. I because of who you are as a human being. I think, I think being. put too much value on the reviews. You're going to get, yeah, so I, I got three fucking stars. That's yeah. one person who's How, who, how long who is your list of people that hate you? Mine probably goes out the front door. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. And, but the thing is, the older I get, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really don't care. Like yeah. I think the older, that's the, the advantage that Clinton, you and I have is that we realize how important those things really are not. Yeah, exactly. Like we put, and then you start realizing what is important in your life. Yeah. doesn't matter how small and simple, whether that's like sitting in the backyard with your partner and you're having a tea, espresso, or whatever drink it is. Yeah. And then that moment of silence and peace and calmness, that's important. The peace. Sure. With yeah. our company, we actually have that four times, five times a day. We usually work from morning to like, Maybe seven, sometimes six, sometimes even eight, nine That's too many on expresses. certain jobs. But with us, there's a certain time where we have to stop and take that 10 minutes. Smell the roses. And we call, we pray. You just sit there. You have, and I even had a client tell me this that 
Taha, I have never seen anybody like this. You guys completely shut down at 1.30 is Azor time. 5 o'clock is the other prayer. And then 8 at sunset. You guys stop everything. And you put your forehead to the ground or you relax. For that 10 minutes, there's no noise. And a homeowner made me realize this, that I'm not a Muslim. I want to start doing this. Mm. Because the stress level and you're literally saying, fuck everything right now. Yeah. Fuck all you guys. Not you guys, but stop <laughs> everything and take that 10 minutes to yourself. I've been on your man. site when you had the, the moment of prayer. I've seen it and I was respectful of it. I was about to walk towards you and speak to you, but then I realized that you were praying <laughs> and I turned around and yeah. I'm like going, you know what? It actually does make a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm not a religious individual, yeah. but it, 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 it does make sense in everybody's life. Yeah, it's just like for me, it like relieves the stress, man. Yes. Because I know there's... There's a higher power. There's something going on. Yeah. The clients can be stressing you. The, the bank's interest rates are going up. Your mortgage just went up higher. The grocery bills are, 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 are going ridiculous. through the roof because your kids are vegan and even the food's even more expensive. Now, as a man, you can let all these things get you and get you and stress you or you can let them motivate you. Mm. And as a man, it's all about looking at things that how, hey, maybe this isn't a bad thing. This is a good thing. And, trying, and kind of flipping the script as a man that, hey, listen, daddy's not around no more. Mm. I'm the man. Nobody's coming to help me. I can't go home and show my kids I'm scared or I'm weak or I'm stressed. Right? You gotta you're, be happy. You're the superhero. And super villain, superhero, exactly. So you gotta know in your mind, hey, it's so important, man. Take that 10 minutes, 15 minutes during your day. And let the client even see you. Just relax. Like, read a book. Do whatever it takes. Or even breath work. Yeah, breathe. Yeah. Well, a couple of my guys, they're doing push-ups. We have a new even rule. That? A guy smokes yes. a cigarette. We're trying to quit. You, anybody who smokes a cigarette, the guy, we're doing 15 push-ups in front of the guy. So my guys, I'm like, ah, oh, you're having another fucking cigarette. And I'll start doing push-ups in front of the guy. And then he has another on. one. So and if, another if, one. If I'm smoking, that, if I have a cigarette, that means you're doing I'm that. coming to you. I'll be like, fuck. <laughs> I'll start doing right in That's front awesome. of him. That's and then awesome. he feels bad. He's of like, course. of course. And then he, so now imagine the fifth cigarette you have. And my arms are shaking. I'm at like 60 push-ups in. That's and awesome. it's not even lunchtime yet. Because most guys will have like five cigarettes before 12 o'clock. But then he's going to start right? seeing that you're getting jacked and you're getting Absolutely more. Absolutely, they see that. <laughs> and then he's going to be like, wait a minute. Okay. And I'm getting bigger and, yes. and faster and stronger and more energized. They want to start doing it. But so now you've, that about my guys. And now you've set the boundaries, right? There's, sure. a, there's a boundary you set. Yeah. Dude, every time you have a cigarette, it impacts the entire site. So fuck, stop, stop fucking smoking. Because you know, you know your sites work on the leader and how you guys build yes. your team. Yes. So it's, and then, but it also, it's the flip side too. It's like if you guys are going through all kinds of stress and anxiety. They feel that. The guys will feel that. And it'll push off onto them. Especially as the lead guy, you have to you lead by example. I mean, you see me, man. I'm in the fucking dirt, in the yeah, hole, man, with yeah, my guys. Yeah, I'm not there with like, hey, guys, okay, keep digging. I'll be back. I'm in the hole with these guys. Or I'm telling my guys, hey, listen, calm down. I'm calm. And then everybody comes up. Or I'm amped and everybody amps. Oh, man. There's always a leader in every crew that the guys will follow. Even I just fired two of our guys for substance abuse. Mm -hmm. And they were like the morale I felt was leeching onto the other guys. It was spreading. And I had to cut the cancer. 
Because it was literally spreading. Are you guys seeing right? more tradespeople turn to vices? Are you seeing more consumption of alcohol Absolutely. and Cocaine, weed, alcohol. Drugs. Weed, well, it's whatever. Is, but it, is it a connection? Like to, I mean, obviously, if you're a tradesperson and you got a variable mortgage rate, mm -hmm. you're doubling mm -hmm. down on your payments. That's just stress. Yeah. Well, you got to find something, sure. right? This, this is this is why I always get back to is like you know, you're, you're trying to find something to numb that stress. You're trying yeah. to find something to to get rid of it, and like, forget about it. Yeah, you're trying to forget about it. You know, the, the reason why weed works in that sense is you know you have no choice but to shut down because you you know you can't speak properly. You, you you know you can't even focus on your computer. You're like this is that was my excuse to stop. That was why I, I did it. You know, I could have a couple of beers and still work, but with with that, you know, if, especially if you're in the Indica, you know, into couch. If you go in that direction, it would. I'd have no choice but to sit down and chill. That's why I did it. It, was, it forced me to stop. Do we know, though? Like It runs through the industry for sure. I had countertop company, and their installers showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning, and yeah. they're drinking and smoking. And That's how they start their day. Uh, yeah, I'm hmm. just like, I don't, I'm not sure if you're supposed to do that, but it's fine, whatever. Just yeah. install the countertops. Let's move forward. <laughs> Look at it. Yeah. I don't know what the hell the... I'm, do I'm not their dad. realize I'm, that ignoring the stress and... and trying to find a vice is actually the worst thing that could be yeah. done because you should actually be confronted. The, the bulk of your stress is contributed for you uh, from you by not confronting the stress. Yeah. Yeah. You're just putting a Band-Aid on it. It's the only way yeah. to describe it. You're just yeah. pointing, you know, like I say, but it's coiling that spring is what I control stress is you just keep coiling it and coiling it and coiling it. It's like, it's like a ball inside of you just ready to, ready to blow up. And you just keep, you know, keep drinking beer, keep doing the weed, and you just Band-Aid. Just a Band-Aid, just another yeah. Band-Aid on it. You know, oh, no, I'll put some duct tape on it this time. You know, I'll just, I'll keep finding bigger and bigger things to numb it. I suppose that's why people go down, you know, deeper and deeper holes. And give me a red strap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, sure. but clinching, and, um, yeah, you know, that, that's how I can see it. It's like, but if you don't, I know, I know people don't want to go and work out in, like, in the construction. Oh, I've worked, you know, that, I've, you know, I've been the same. You know, I've worked hard enough today. I don't need to go and work out, it's you know. Different kind of workout, it's, it's a exactly, different exactly. kind of workout, everybody. It's exactly, different kind of workout. The thing yeah, is, absolutely. say, the more, I'll say it to other people is, the more you ask from your body physically, the more you will get. The less you do, if you're only going to work, yeah, I've shoveled all day. Like, I'll go and do, you know, a 12-meter pour slab with just me doing the finishing and all my guys, you know, and what am I burning? Like, you know, 1,200, 1,500 calories, and I'm soaked from the socks all the way up to my, you know, up to my ears, like soaked. But I'm still going to work out because in my eyes, that was, like, it's a whole other workout. You know, and you're not stopping for eight, eight, nine hours. That was for your business, and now you're going to exactly. go work out for you. And I'll go in, I'll go in, obviously, with less, I don't know, like, it's a hard way to describe it. It's like you're not going in with a full tank, but you'll have a great workout. Like, you'll be, you'll be, you know, because you're light on your toes, you're already kind of warmed up anyway. Does it bother you guys that, like you said, our team, we have to take care of them, we got to take care of our clients and everything like that. But nobody ever comes to us and asks us how well, you do it. Well, that's no the way it is, yeah. No one nobody ever comes up to no. us. No. no, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that dialogue is even now very comfortable for guys. They to all talk think to. that we're yeah. everything's perfect. Everything's yeah, working yeah. well. They're yeah, running they, a successful. That's what business. we're supposed to say. It's fine. Yeah, and you, you know Just when you along. say to guys, you know, like I've had people on Instagram approach me because I'm always on about the inspirational quotes on online on Instagram or whatever else. And that's always, how we I'm mostly all, talk. Exactly, <laughs> and I'm always throwing them up because you know I'm all about it because it's not that I'm passing it out to other people. Obviously, I want other people to feel what I'm feeling because I needed it. Like we've had that conversation before with money. Is like. We're pointing out things that we want to hear. We want to get we want to get amped up. We want to feel better than we already you know we feel at the time. You know that's what inspiration's all about. And um, yeah, 
I'm not wherever you find it, yeah. find it. But yeah. how would you guys react if one of your sub trades or a supplier or somebody that you know came up to you and asked you, are you doing it? And obviously the go-to answer is, I'm good, I'm fine, Standard. everything's all right. Yeah. But they know that something's not good and something's not fine and yeah. not everything's all well, that's right. Just, that's, you know, old school is just part of being a man, right? You how do you, get, well, how you, head, you guys feel good. about that if someone did that? I find that's lately I've had longer conversations with guys yeah. okay. where normally they, like an electrician, he'll come in and do his thing and then we're sitting in the garage having a coffee for an hour and he's telling me about his wife and, and we're just venting. Mm-hmm. I, that was never like... You know, 25, yeah. 30 years ago? No. That was, you, you don't, don't have do that conversation. That. No. no. People just armored up no. and kept it and in. And now I found it. I just had one with uh, Mac Lloyd, spray spray foam guys. Okay. Came over just to do a small job for me. We were talking for two hours and just venting just about childhood. And I find the guys, especially the childhood thing, growing up a little rough, these guys just have a chip on their shoulder where they're, they're well, going to they be successful. Resolved. Like you're saying, you just, when he's running up a hill, he's just not, it's, there's no option to quit. Just going to do it. It's going to happen. And that's, I, I think it adds little fuel on the fire to be successful. I like those rocky stories, you know, where they. I agree with may, you. Guys. Maybe you the childhood wasn't the great and growing up. Yeah. To experience it, Most of like the guys said, I know have had yeah. that. Yeah, you got to get out so, of it. So, as well. what, what shifts when you, know, you sort of sit there and say, hey, Clint, how's your day going? Like, actually give a shit. What changes? Well, it, uh, yeah, if you start, I, I don't know if it's. How your day's going, and, and okay. you come out and go, it's just a shit show. It's just a fucking hot mess. You just kind of get into going, and it's just, just short intervals of conversation on work in the day and how everybody's navigating. Yeah. That's where I wanted to start this like five, six years ago and sit down with a group out by me in Durham and, and let's like a round table and let's talk about pricing, what's going on, mm-hmm. and we can just sit there and shoot the shit. You can talk about your wife, your partner, what, whatever it is. We can have a coffee or a Have you ever had a client ask you how you're do, how you doing? Because in my career, I've never had a single client ask me how I'm doing. Always ask it's, me about it's the just job. A, yeah, it's just, no. you just ask it out of, like, you know, being polite, I suppose. But, yeah, there's no... Uh, never never a specific, hey, how you doing? Yeah. No. That's different, like, hey, how's your day? Like, no. I find you go to Home Depot and you're cashing out in the cashier. You go, hey, how's it going? They go, uh, and I'm a sucker for that, too, because I'm just like, wait a second. Is it weird? I just get wrapped into yeah, it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. so what's what's wrong? Is, is it oh. weird? Like, okay, listen, I, I love straight meat. Occasionally, I'll have it. Uh-huh. I just, I don't know, Italian sausage. I do like it. It's good. It's good to. <laughs> it's and when terrible. I do find one, it's like great. And yeah. I actually had one a couple of weeks ago, and I went in there, and as he's preparing it, he just added randomly, just said, "Today's a good day." Just out of the blue. Yeah. Like nobody asked him or nobody said anything, but he's he's getting my my sausage ready and everything, and he just says, "Today's a good day." And I looked around, and I was like, actually, yeah, it is. And it was just, it caught me off guard. that it, I wasn't expecting a complete stranger to just Did it go say, further than that, though? No, we just got talking a little bit, and yeah. we're, we're just shooting the shit about businesses and stuff like that. But it was just weird that out of the blue that he just said, today's a good day. And it just kind of got me thinking, yeah, it goes back to where we don't stop. Mm-hmm. We don't stop and realize that yeah. there is some, there's quite a bit of good going on, but we're just not seeing it. Yeah, there's so many clouds in the way, yeah. I have I have had clients ask me hey, how you doing and whatnot, but that's more because of the show and you know people know what's going so on. So they've heard some stories you, from you, right? And, yeah, yeah, right. And I've had people message me around the world after that show, like, <laughs> "Yo, bro, you're like, you know, amazing. Like, don't worry and whatever." And I don't even know how you're not like you're still going, right? Even with my guys after my father and all this happened, I actually we stop every week Thursday. And I talk, we talk to all the guys, 
this last week, my buddy was crying in my arms. I don't want to name names and whatever, but, and I'm like, listen, come here, give me huggies. Because who else is going to hug you? You're a man. You ain't go, you, I know you're going home to nobody. Yeah. You're living by yourself. Nobody's there for you. So as a team, as like contractors, as a group of a crew, it's very important for us to know each other's lives. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to know what my guys are doing. Hey, what, you, you're going out. Oh, okay, yeah, you have a girlfriend. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, what's going on in your brain when you're not with me? Because when you're with me, everybody acts like they're, ah, yeah, yeah, everything's good. But I'll notice it. Like, you know why the guys started crying? Our Safikai, Rama Siding, shout out to Rama Siding. Him and his father, I know the son, he came to the site to do all the Safid and Faisha on the house. And an old man was with him. And then they looked alike. And I'm like, hey, is this your father? And the guy was like, yeah, this is my dad. And I'm like, buddy, what I'd give to be fucking you right now. Yeah. And be with my father on a site, if not alone. You guys are having fun, making jokes, whatever. As I said that, my buddy, I'll name it. Jimbo, I love you, boy. He starts crying on the spot. Because he knows the love. Because the love I had, and he yeah, was there yeah. when my dad died, and, and the cops, and all that stuff. He was there. So, just because of that, of what I said to the guy, bro, what I'd give to be you. And the man's own father looked at me like, what? And my buddy's there, start crying right away. I'm like, crying. I'm like, come here, buddy. Give me a hug. And I just, in his ear, stop being a pussy. <laughs> just as a joke to yeah, cheer him up, you yeah. know, like, like, buddy, it's, it happened to me. But that's the fear. And, and, that's and the there's fear the, from most tradespeople. Yeah. Like, we're men. Yes, we don't have out. problems. Yeah. But no. there's the connection you need. Everybody thinks we don't have, everybody thinks we're always okay. And that we're just on our face. Look how handsome this guy. Mashallah, yeah. look at this guy's beard. <laughs> Holy smokes. I love this guy. Handsome beard. Mashallah, look at this guy. I just realized everybody's got Big beard. Boy, I love, look at this guy. His pecs, I want to just grab them. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what's going Nobody's on going inside on. my head. I know. Right? And not many people are, are are like that where they're like, listen, this is happening, that's happening, this is happening. Okay, I'm just going to calm down and deal with it one at a time. A lot of guys can't do that. They say, hey, this is happening, that's happening, that's happening. Fuck, let's go to the bar. <clears throat> exactly, right? Where's my boys? Well, I need. Right, let's go to the strip club. Let's, I need to get my mind off of this and with construction especially it's easy for us to do that it's very easy for us to do that short-term gain yeah right and then the next day yeah you're back to oh my god what am i doing and now i'm even worse in a situation because you're hungover you're all messed up and then you're not showing up to work and i'm calling you like hey where the fuck are you and then right so it's Digging yourself Are you guys worried about risks? Because if they're not focused and they've got all this pressure in their lives and they're not letting it out and talking to somebody, they're not completely focused on a job site where you're yeah. now you're just ramping up the safety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And that's just what you get with the, uh, like I say, you know, you, you keep powering forward and you keep fighting all this stress that's on your shoulders. But you don't see, you don't see you. And you don't see... That you know you're not focused as much as you want to be, even though in your brain you know you're going forward, but you know this things start to slip. You don't want to admit it to yourself, but you are getting tired. You are only a human being. You know, you could coffee only takes you so far, and we all know that. We've all had that conversation. You know, we've all had that time where you know a heart's beating fast, but our brain ain't, ain't you know our body ain't doing the same. 
it's it's a very weird like especially if we're driving around in a truck and we've just had you know three espressos and we're driving there you know our heart's amped but our body ain't like we've all been there we're trying to trying to find that extra bit of energy and your sympathetic nervous system is like skyrocketed right your body's yeah. gonna what's gonna happen your immune system's gonna go down we're gonna get we're gonna just naturally weaken and then we get sick we don't show up and then we're into different things yeah right yeah. How do we get around? You, say, you know, there's a great story you share about checking in. Yeah. Right? Checking in. You have to. And, you know, we come back to what you were talking about, where how often it occurs where the numbness you mentioned shows up where, you know, the individual is, is, is high or, 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 you know, intoxicated or whatever. And it becomes really easy to sort of check that box, like, fuck, just do the fucking work and leave. Right? And there's, you know, that, it, it pulls at my heartstrings because the behavior is an expression of the problem. Right, there's something else going on, and what could change if we actually spend the moment to check in? Mm-hmm. A lot changes, especially with like, like imagine you're the boss and I'm your worker, and you actually come to me and say, "Hey, what's up? I noticed something's up," and I'm looking you in your eye, and I'm sometimes some people have told me very, <coughs> "You're not gonna lie to me. You can't lie to me." I'll know if you lie to me. I'm from the hood. I'll know. So now I'm telling you, hey, what's up? Mm. Come talk to me. Fuck, what's going on? Come to the side here. Come to the side here. And let's talk. As men. Just between us. And you and I know, you know in your heart, that this conversation is going to be between me and you. I'm not no backbiter. I'm not no gossip girl where I'm going to go and talk and say, hey, 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 this guy, this guy. No. What's up? And then you tell me, yo, I'm late on my rent, I'm this, I'm behind. No problem, baby. Here's a thousand bucks. Just between me and you, you work it off later, you pay me back. Keep it between us. Do you know the love you're going to have for me? That's a rarity, though, to have an employer like that. That's a rarity. Like, because then you also think, is he just trying to get dirt on me? And then he's going to fire me? And that's what I mean. That support system. And it's still shamed. Like, I remember being on a job with another sub and he actually was honest and transparent with his client and said, I can't show up. I'm taking a mental health day. And she comes in and shows me the message and I'm like, Oh, okay. So we just proceed. But her snicker of just going, really? Yeah. A mental health day. Yeah. And it's not, this is the thing. Mental health is. Why can't men have a mental health day? Well, no, you can't obviously. Cause yeah. it's not like, because people think you're fake. It's not a broken yeah. arm where you see a cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's your, like it's just your your mind yeah. and people are like you're fake and you're that's hung that's over. not it doesn't exist to them. <laughs> no, yeah. but there, you, you know what the most you, you know what, the, you know what pisses it. me off is right. that there are some organizations out there who talk like their shit doesn't stink like we care about mental and then when they dig into it they don't give a that's, shit. That's that's what I have a problem fuck. with is the people that. Say but if you break your arm, take and, your six yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. You had a bad fucking day because your your dog died. I'll suck it up, buttercup, and show up. Yeah, yeah really? absolutely. Well, well, I had that conversation with Manny last time I was here. We weren't really here to talk about mental health at that time. But um, when I had my sister and she passed away, and I got to a court, you know, she's 42, two kids. It was like straight out the blue. Like she had a brain aneurysm in the middle of the night. It was like so, like, surprised. Like, and then eventually, you know, she was in a coma for a good time. And then she passed eventually. Mm-hmm. And then at that time, I think I had four projects going on. And I like, there was a fourth project and there was like a little bit to do. Uh, it was like the, the walkout, basically, at the rear of the house needed to be finished. And he ditched me. He basically, whilst I had that conversation with him, he got in touch with my engineer and asked him, does he know any crews that can come and finish this walkout? This is whilst I told him, 
my parent, my, 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 my sister, you know, my young sister just passed away. My only sister just passed away. And I, I need to like, you know, just give me, just give me a bit of time because there's just so much going on right now. I just need whatever. And then he was like, anyway, I got an email. He, he got somebody else to finish our work basically. And, um, and I was like, in my, in my brain, I wasn't in the right place. I was just like, I'm not going to argue with you right now. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, whatever. You don't care. Start going over the numbers. I'm just like, just take it, man. Like, I ain't got time for this. Like, you would think there was a little better understanding there. Like, but there was nothing. He dropped me like a, like a sack, you know, like a sack of crap. He just dropped me. Did you ever speak to him again or did he reach Oh, no, out I don't, I don't have no intention and right. no we didn't um but you didn't lash out at him you weren't oh, angry no. at him you just didn't understand that someone well, else i was obviously a bit frustration there yeah obviously like he had no understanding of the situation i was going through i can't make that up i'm not going to make up that my sister passed away mm -hmm. like why would i mm -hmm. you know um and then yeah literally i know yeah and that was it like you got to, that, that line between that this is that that part where i was just like clients and life you got to keep them separately. This is where this is where I, I divided that line. If they could be like that with me and just shut me down, I could mm. do the same with them. So this is when I like you say should I should do I, the same with them. I, I go up north. Yeah, most of the time where I go way up in the in the sticks, there is no signal. But like I said, when I get that phone ringing or the text message, I will just like you've got to see it as office hours. You know, the office is now closed. Let's let's just call it that. It, it, again, it's a hard it's hard call hard call to make whilst you're you know self employed. That, that always comes to mind when I get put in that situation. If somebody can drop me when my sister passed away, I can do the same to them. Yeah. And you've got it, you've literally, like, as hard as it is, just cut that line, man. Just, you know, but let them you ring. Just think of that, just think of a, a phone ringing in an office and you're not there. Somebody says that their sister died and you just kind of bail on them and go, okay, I need to move on. Hey, I read that one. I'm, I'm done with that. you. Like, it made no sense can to you me imagine? because you're still a human being. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. is, this is why we're doing Well, that just this. shows yeah, you the homeowners, like, there's some people, they don't care. Like I just said, they don't care what's going on with you. They want their stuff done. Yeah. And, and construction is one of the only businesses, like he just said, where there is no office hours. The clients are calling you. They expect you to pick up. There is no Monday 9 to 5 or Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're calling but, us. But, They're calling. But, but, but they can be. Yeah, yeah well, so what, if is, what if there is? What if there is, though, can, guys? Can be. Yeah, this is why we're right now the way it is. It's well, a we choice. need to educate ourselves, but we also need to educate the younger trades that are coming in because, unfortunately, history repeats itself. And I think that sure. a lot of younger trades are going to come in and go down the exact same path that we've gone through. When yeah. i rather they learn sooner and come up with newer problems after that. Yeah. Because then we, they can solve yeah. those. But we all know the, you know, the, the uh, you know, when you first jump in that gate, you know, jump out that door, start being a self-employee in a construction game, it's literally like jumping out of it, you know, a sky skydiving. It's going so fast, but you don't, you know, you don't, all you see is the ground coming towards you. That's all you see. You know, that's the only way I can, I can really describe it. And you, you don't care what's going on around you. You know, it's all go. And that's all that matters. I mean, you know, people deal with business in, in, in different ways, but they aren't successful. You know, that's all you see is I want to be only faster than the, the other, the, you know, the other guys. I want to be, you know, more, you know, I want to be more, I want my job sites to be more clean than the other guys. I want to be better than everybody else. That's, if you're not self-employed thinking that in some shape or form, then are you really self-employed? You know, it's like. Am I, am I safe to say that the majority of the problems that we have in our careers, in our personal life, they all stem and start from money? The fear of not securing funds to d finish this job, get the job, yeah. move on to the next job, pay our bills and all this stuff. Is it all money? 
So I'm like, am I wrong to say, could we not create a list where you sit down and you actually take that moment to sit down and start realizing, okay, life's going like shit right now. And I could either turn to alcohol, drugs, vices, 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 whatever, or I can turn to financial planning, balancing the books and learning, reading a book, a new book, speaking to a friend. But what's easier? What's easier? I know what's easier. Yeah. No, but our our brains are wired to keep us comfortable, yeah. right? Until, yeah. until, you know, I'm going to lean into you, Clifford, because a 13-hour, you know, Spartan, ultra-Spartan race is no small feat, Right. But that's what you have to do. You got to get onto a different path. Push, di- push, push yourself to limits that like you don't even know exist. You got to find goals outside yeah. of work. Yeah. And it's not easy. It isn't easy. But like, I had this conversation with another a contractor. He, he fits kitchens. Great, great guy. And uh, we had this conversation where he was like, I don't go into the gym because all I think about was work. I said, buddy, get on that treadmill. I says, knock it up a notch. Still thinking about work? I says, knock it up a little notch. Still thinking about work now? I says, knock it up even more. And then see how, you know, when you're just thinking about you flying off this machine, tell me if you're thinking about work then, because yeah. you ain't going fast enough if you are. You know, that, that's a true distraction. This is why I go down this fitness route, because I want true distractions. And I walk away from the distractions feeling refreshed, and I can come back strong, and I, every, my clarity's out there. And this is what you got to do. You got you to re-uncoil that spring without it blowing. Like, you know, when I blow up, like, you don't want blow-ups. Like, you know, you guys around you see when you're angry, you know, you, you start getting mad. You can come into work, things, things go wrong. People will be like, look, they come walking towards you, you know, when something's happened on site. It's like, you know, they've got, and they're like, they'll say what's happened. And I'll just be like, okay, let's fix this. You know, they expect, you know, they expect an angry reaction, but it ain't coming. All I do is I grab that, put it in my pocket, and I'm going to take that back to that gym. My okay. early distractions. Sorry, I, I got a crazy question for yeah, you. Go. This is what's, I got to throw this one out there. So, because we t- we're talking about the boundaries now with the phone, you know, do you have to take that when you're, when you're in that scenario on that treadmill and, and you're, 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 you're so notched up where you can't think about anything, but not falling off that treadmill. Are you mentioning the phone? Hell no, I like no, can't. No. Your phone's not yeah. even close yeah. to you. Yeah, Your phone's not even on you. No. Yeah. So now we've organically set the, set the, the benchmark and the boundaries for our, our clients. Buddy, I'm at the gym, man. I'll call you back in an hour. Why is that different when we're at home with our children or in a hockey arena with our athletes? We're like, I got to take this. Well, now, do I? No. Or can I say, fuck, man, when I'm having a conversation with you, I'm present. So why am I taking that opportunity away from my children or these athletes? Sure. Or Have you guys actually is? lost work because you didn't answer the phone? Do you know of any other know. reasons? There's specifically, p- maybe. Maybe, yeah. Not that I know, know maybe. maybe. Yeah, there's... I think if you ever walk away from a job, if, if you know if you if you work hard enough and you know your reputation, something always comes. Yeah. Always, I've walked away from you know GC jobs coming up towards me where you know they, they come to you like, hey, uh, permits are in. We want to start in a week. Like I'm like, uh, like and it's, <laughs> everybody wants. To start and you get that, you know, yeah. especially around this time of year. I don't know where it is. Like around now, you're getting all them calls where it's like, hey, uh, permits are just in. Uh, we're looking to start in a couple of weeks. I'm like. Doesn't work like that, man. Sorry. Um, schedule. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. This is why you get schedules, and then you get the people that want to see where your schedule's at. They don't want to give you that deposit to lock them in, and then two weeks later they're like, "Hey, still available?" And I'm like, "No, sorry, man. Like, it's already gone." Now we're more busy. Yeah. They don't, <laughs> they don't, get, they don't get that. <laughs> where they came back and go, "Oh, can you start still? Is it still a four-week timeline that you said you could start at?" I'm like, "You didn't get back to me for like three weeks. I don't." I moved along. Like, I can't stay there. Oh, and they got upset. I got to keep yeah, going. It's crazy. Right? And they're like, oh, well, 
Guess we'll oh, find somebody else. John, oh. you probably spoken to more trades about like when my go to distraction in the beginning when I was younger when shit was happening was isolation. Right. That was just a go to. Like you're literally on the end of the dock and just all by yourself and the phone's not near you, whatever, but that's where you felt some sort of peace. Is I that do that. That's yeah. I find that still that's quiet, peace by yourself. Yeah. I think most especially in this industry, but most but men most, yeah. the quiet yeah. is good. Water I'll, I'll do, is good. I'll do hikes in the winter on my own, like way up in Algonquin. I'll do solo hikes in the ice and snow, you know, minus 20, whatever. And, it, man, like, it's, it's weird because you're, like, eight hours out in the snow on your own and you see a person and you're, like, shit, your pants. Because like, <laughs> you've not seen anybody for nearly eight hours. But, man, do I come home and I feel, like, reset? Because, like, all I can hear is the trees squeak and the, and the wind howling and there's nothing around me. Like, for me... My, my, my partner knows she she tells me you need to go like you need you need to go up. <laughs> that's a good you person. need to go to the north right. like you need to go and do your thing and go for a run i've took i've took my guys there you know i've took like my employees and whatever else but never the same like you take you guys you know you want to go out on a trek and take them out with you but you're talking i know it's it's a weird thing to say you know social and being social is a good thing but that shut off for me is like you know, it's it's complete reset. Reset. Same with all these spots. It's and everything not a danger. Like I, no. I want people that are listening to realize that it's not a danger to find that clarity, right? Yeah. Like it's just, you got to have it, whether you've already had the bottom drop out on you, whatever it is. But you got to find a change where it's it's not drugs and alcohol because that that's a short. Well, then, but then if it's not drugs and alcohol, here's here's the other two unfortunate things that are going on as a result of that are failures of relationships, whether they're marriages or just relationships, common law or what have you. A lot of juggling. So a lot of tradespeople are either blindsided and caught off guard that out of the blue, they will just say, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I, I think I'm done. Whether yeah, there's children or no through. children. Sure. Said you're and the other one that's but even more But that was the critical. best thing that yeah. ever happened to me. So this is another thing with the younger guys and people coming up. What I learned was you have to believe in destiny. Okay? Now, things are going to happen to you that are messed up. Messed up. And you'll question why you and why these things. Why, why? Don't question. Just believe in destiny yeah. and know that as long as you know in your mind, there's no stopping us. I'm getting to my path. I'm going where I'm going. There's a higher purpose. With or without me, with or without this guy or my buddy or that guy, I'm on a road. A lot of people, they don't have the road. They're what I call day walkers, earth walkers. They're just walking through the world, man, Corru doing corruption, doing fuckery. You can't, that's the, you can't be like that because that will always be, lead to depression and will, will lead to stress and a, and a crappy life. Me right now, I can honestly say I am so happy. I have no stress. I have no anxiety. I have nothing that in my mind, I'm like, I wake up and I'm like, oh man, like I used to, I'm not perfect. I used to be a drink every day. I used to abuse alcohol. You gotta get past all of that. And you only do that by growing up. As you get older, you start realizing things and seeing things for what they really are. Right? And again, it's with destiny, like with the jobs. Hey, we're not going to pick up the phone and we lose a job. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. It's not in your destiny to do that job. My hands weren't meant to pour that pad. So 
in your mind, if you know that, destiny will lead you. Do you guys honestly feel that by letting go what you think you need to really hang on to is the best thing to do so then you can get something You have in your to life? let go. Yeah, absolutely. Bu- yeah, yeah. yeah these, these are the things that just, again, keeps coiling that spring up. If you don't let things go, you'll, you'll hold on. And, and like I said, other people's, you know, all this stress coming at you, you're just eating it up and eating it up and it's got to go somewhere. It's got to. Like, and it ain't healthy. You're either going to numb it out or, you, or you're going to use it in one shape or form. Like, my, my little outlet used to be, when I was doing all these crazy hours, like, no matter what time of night, there was, like, a punch bag in one of my, sure. one of my storage containers. Yeah. And I'd just go let out on that. Like, I had, like, you know, one of my guys do something stupid or whatever. And I'd go in there, man, I'd just, like, I'd let it out. But I was, you know, again, I was a big boy. It wasn't really, you know, because I, I wasn't healthy then, man. I was, like, I'd do a, I'd do a slab or whatever. You know, mid-30s. And I'd stand up fast and I'd be getting like chest pains because I was eating garbage, drinking myself to sleep, you know, all this, this stuff. And like I said, man, it was just, I was just numbing it, but trying to keep that train moving. The other thing that, unfortunately, the second thing I was getting to was there's been a lot of people mentioning suicide. Oh, yeah. Sure. I had a buddy just commit it's, suicide. It's, I, it's, I, that's hard. Yes. Yeah. Man, I, I've had my, you know, this is why I changed because I had, my, my brain was going that direction. It was. I don't. I don't I, like I said, I'm, I'm about as transparent as they come. My brain was going that direction. Like I was like, the way I would look to my businesses is literally do or die. Like, I, I'm not going to quit. But if there's another way, like whatever happens, it is. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm not going to quit. That's all. I, that's all I ever knew. And my business was going to succeed, and no matter how, whatever the way out is, it's not quitting. And man, like that, I've done. I've done some stupid things. Like. Man, I like a flat tire on one of my one of my vehicles, and I'd be like accelerating around corner, like just acting like it wasn't there. And I'd be like, rather than you know what I mean, go that route. If something happens, it happens. Like I was just so man, like because you're almost craving for something worse to happen to just yeah, just, stop just as a distraction almost. Yeah. It's crazy. So what that's the route you get. What shifted for you? What was that breaking point? Then? Like I said, when I when I uh, I had that breaking point with my partner and. Um, and I just, yeah, I just, I found an outlet that worked. And uh, every time that the outlet just got bigger and bigger and I found a different route, you know, people probably get annoyed with the crap I put up on Instagram. Like I'm constantly posting inspirational stuff and now and then I'll post stuff about what I've done, you know, the Spartans and whatever this is, else. But, this is huge. Though. This but is it's, like- uh, you know, I, I want people to, you know, these guys rolling their eyes, you know, construction guys, oh, you know, again, I work hard enough and all this kind of stuff. And I, I am what I am. And this is, this is when I started doing that. You know, I want people to not only concentrate on work, you know, there is, a, sure. there is, there is, a, there is another world. You know, there is another world out there, and yeah. uh, you really to, to to get that to get that break, you've got to have a hobby outside of work. You've got to, and mine was just let everything out out, but in, in, in a healthy way, so to speak. <laughs> so to speak, yeah. It's getting better, but I still find there's still that stigma there, like you're saying. Like it's, 100%. you just it's a weakness, right? And in, in in this business, it's a lot of alpha. So you don't want to show any weakness at all. Yep. And then you hear it where guys just have a fucking breaking point. And but I think all the men at this table here realize that it's not a, it's weakness. Not a weakness. Well, this is the, pro- it, it's not though, but there's still, like I said to you, the story about clients don't want to hear that you have a mental health day. I'm sorry. They just don't, they, they say won't, we, they say we they, yeah. listen, they yeah. didn't yeah. care about his, but then his sister dying. But like, then so, so who the hell are we to accept? Listen, I'm just gonna take a deep breath because you know, that, that, resonates so deep it's like well if you're not going to listen are, are you a robot or you're a fu- you're a human being too with sh- with shit that goes on right 
You know, yeah, you, but they don't see us as human beings, bro. They see a business. It. They don't see us. It's a like money that. transaction. Yeah. In the money, we yeah. Are, we paid you to do a job, and yeah. I don't care. So about why can't we educate life. them to under, get them to understand that we're a human? Then, being. But look, they're coming to you. They're coming. Yeah, to, why are they coming to you? They're coming to you because of the inspiration. You know, people are coming to you. You do zero marketing. People still come to you. Why? Because of the human being you show up as. Yeah. Because of who you are for other people. Yeah. Because you know, yeah. after listening to the the episode you and Manny did in December, whatever episode that was, to to something like. You know, the biggest lesson learned to take away for that, for the audience, I think, is when you believe and you understand life is not about you and there's something bigger at play, whether you be, whatever you whether you believe in God, the universe, or whatever that is, you just said it. Your hands are not meant to do that. Even my yeah. hands are not meant to work with that client. So excuse me, if you cannot, in, in, in your heart, understand that I just lost my sister or something happened... Yeah then do I really want to be in the same orbit as you? Because if we can't even have a conversation, a real conversation, the job hasn't started, fuck off. But that was also our brother's destiny here, right? Yeah. To show him that that moment in time of that client saying that to him, that was his destiny to show him. Right. Yeah. That's and, when I called that. he grew from that. And I right. that line, yeah. So that was the, that, that, like, like some people see things as, oh, this is such a bad thing. Hold on. Is it, is yeah. it really bad? Yeah. yeah. Because look five years down the road, and now Buddy's all buff and sexy over here, <laughs> right? Like, uh, no homo, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. so sometimes, like, I was taught where, like, my father, uh, bless that guy, bless his grave. I was just, like, when I got robbed for the excavator, 30 yeah. grand. Right. I was ready to, I was going nuts. And, like, I love what you guys just said. When I let it go, my dad was like, Buddy. It was in your destiny. It wasn't in your name. It was taken away. You, there's nothing you can do. You can go and, yeah, dome the guy, do whatever you got to do. That's on your head now. What you have to do is let it go and forgive the tile lord and forgive the other guy and watch how happy and much better you're going to be. And at the time, I'm like, Pops, what are you talking about? How am I going to let, let this go like that? You know that excavator guy's me 30 Gs. Like, come on. And he's telling me, let it go. Because you're going to create a darkness in your heart. Especially with men. We get angry. We get angry. And we keep that shit inside us. Till one day, somebody pisses us off, and then boom! And now I'm going to jail because I just knocked your head off. Who has really made the right decision? I, I always Not say, me. say gym time's better than jail gym, time. That's why when he said he's gym in the gym. Gym time is better than jail time. I love <laughs> that. Because like, we're getting, Gotta get a he's letting made his up. energy out. That's it. Right? That's why ever since I, we just started doing the push-ups and, and, and stuff at work and what we just done. And he's not like, it makes me more energized. Sure. It makes me feel great. And then even knowing my buddy's watching me. That smoking, and he's the reason he knows I'm the he's the reason I'm doing these push-ups. In his mind, now he wants to change. Yeah, I love and get that. Better, right? I love that. So it's like, uh, and then and then somehow I'm I don't like to call myself that, but I'm the boss. There's no one higher than me. Yeah. So now if I'm there telling you as the big boss, fucking guy, man, and I'm doing my push-ups in front of you, buddy, you're gonna feel a different ways. And I've noticed with my guys, they don't even smoke around me. They cut down, right? So. You gotta learn to let things go, man. T, wait, how much? Right? Uh, like, a, you're still you're married, right, Nora? Yes. Yeah, and then were you divorced? I'm married too. Yeah. You're married too, right? Yeah. Not divorced though, or no, no, not but yet. You had a divorce, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I'm again, not wishing it. With my divorce, the best thing that could have ever happened to me. 
But my, I want to get like my question because there's been, I don't know why, because I, I always say that I've never had a successful relationship, right? Okay. Just because I've not been married or whatever. No but, girl is good enough for you, cuz. But, but people reach out to me and ask me my opinion, and yeah. I just tell them that at some point you just have to let it go. Sure. And I want to ask you because you had your first wife, how much did you fight? And I get a sense that most tradesmen mm. fight for that marriage to keep that marriage and go through therapy and go through everything, yeah. jump through hoops to, yeah. to save that marriage and keep it. But I've always learned through relationships, if they don't want to stay, they're never going to stay. No. They've made it up in their mind that that's it. And now you have to figure out how your new life is going to be with children, visitations, spousal, and yeah. you're, you're still connected for the rest well, of your yeah. days. Well, well, as man, you know, you're going through embarrassment, you're going through, you know. Yeah, you're going through all the gambit now. You feel angry. you got a lot of emotions going on. It's kind of part of what we are, you know. We're, we're trying to put it somewhere, and we're just, yeah, that's, that's just how we're. Like, uh, with me, when it happened, and again, I love my dad. What a humble guy. I talked to my, like, you have to have people to talk to, your brother, your yes. father, what, whoever you have. You have to have your body. There has to be something for a man to talk to and vent. And when that happened to me and I told my father, my father seen I was very angry and I was telling my ex-wife, hey, are you sure this is what you want? Like, you sure? I asked her three times. And my father told me, dude, ask her three times. If that's what she want, buddy, this is the best thing for you because this is your destiny. Mm. It's something, like, when something happens to you that you can't control and you have no control of it, there's no point to fight it, man. Jump on that ship and ride that wave, baby. And, and go. Yeah. And she's it was gone, the she's gone, best right? thing. It was the best thing because now my wife that I have, thank God, oh my God, I'm, I'm the happiest guy ever. Thank, I love you, Robin Star. <laughs> like, I can't even explain what a night and day it was. I thought I was in a marriage before the first one. Then I realized what a real mm. woman is. And what a real wife does and how empowering she could bring the man up. But it took that wall for to change your path. Yeah. It took the dark to get to the light. You get a lot right? of trades people that, especially men, that um, they're told this too shall pass. This darkness yeah. shall pass, right? Yeah. yeah. My biggest argument and question for that is like, how long is that going to fucking take? That's, yeah. that's the thing. Because yeah. for in, whatever when, reason, when you're in there, when it you're in there, feels forever. 100%. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. When you're if, in there, you don't see no light. You and then it also feels like sometimes like one bad thing happens, then all of a sudden another bad thing Always. happens. And then now you're just fixated and focused. And, but are we just driving towards more negativity? Like more negative You're looking things? for the negatives mm. in that point. When stuff starts sometimes, happening. Sometimes it is. Sometimes right? things do happen next after next, you know. You, you walk into or a job site. you notice them more. Like, yeah. Right? Some, yeah, sometimes you do notice them more. You're kind of in that negative mind frame where everything's negative, which, you know, you can 100% understand because, you know, when it's over, you're like, why was I so mad, you know? Like, why was I, why was I so stressed? But um, sometimes there is days where in construction, you know, you'll go from one job site, you check in on something, something's happened. And it's just, it's just a little it's a little jab, a little jab to the a little jab to the stomach, and then you'll go to the next one. It's a bigger jab, and it just gets bigger. And you're like... It knocks the wind out your sails, and then you, that's when you start asking yourself them questions. Like, why am I doing this to myself? What am I doing right now? Like, why am I doing this? Like, this is these are the conversations I have, you know, what I've had in bed at night. And There's I'm a lot of talking. To and yourself. you know, luckily, like I said, right. I had Absolutely. I had that I had that yeah. partner, and she, like I was a, a shaking mess in bed, and I'm like I'm I'm sweating, like I'm not even doing anything. I'm lying there, and I, I sat up at like two in the morning, and she's rubbing my back, and my back was like cramping up with yes. stress. Stress and she's stroking my back, you know, and like 
it was like a ma- like I needed a massage. My back was in like um, my upper back was like full spasm. And, and now that you look back and you know what it was, it's like full anxiety attack. Is when you start having spasms in your upper back and it gets tight. It's not necessarily a, a heart attack, but it's when you when anxiety overtakes you, it's, it affects your muscles and your nervous system. What but can the body's we do? giving you that warning to tell you Something. you better knock it off because it's yeah. going to get serious. When you start getting that tunnel vision, which right. I've had, yeah. that's when you need to like you need to think about what you're doing right now. So I know Clifford, you turn to working out, which is great, and just stick with it as you get older, you're gonna really appreciate it at that point, right? And then, Taha, you, religion, obviously, right? I got into, yeah, religion, and not just religion, just- Spirituality. Just finding myself and pondering over everything. It says that in the Quran, look at everything and question it. Ponder about it, even an ant. Look at everything in this world and ponder over it. And anger will kill a man. Mm-hmm. Men, especially like anger, the best thing to anger is reaction. Control how you react. Even have no reaction, right? Because the last, before last year, buddy, I was like so angry. Every, I was very angry, getting into fist fights, doing this, this violent, angry, and then it took me to, hey, I'm gonna go to jail. Like I gotta, you gotta calm down. There's no, there's no reaction. You can't have reactions with anger. You gotta take the anger. And the Prophet said, when you're angry and you're standing up, sit down. If you're angry and you're sitting down, stand up. And you'll see how it changes. You're at work. We're at work. One of our trades guys screws up. Everything, something messes up. What's our first reaction? We're getting mad, fuck, 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 this, that, that. No, it works so much better if you're, the guy messes up, and I've tried this, the guy messes up, and I'm in front of him, and I'll, I'll be calm. And I won't say anything. I'll even walk away and leave, because I'm so pissed, and I don't want to show him that because of the reaction. That guy's going to be shitting balls all day. He's going to be shitting bricks, because he's wondering, oh my God, what is he going to do? What's happening? Is he going to back charge me? Is this going to happen? What's going to... At the end of it, when I calm down, I come and say, hey, buddy, this is construction. Shit happens. Don't worry. But no, you fucked up. Admit it. And he'll admit it. Okay. Let's move forward. How do I fix this? Let's fix this. How do I fix it? Right? Oh, yeah, you took... Oh, you weren't even supposed to drive my Bobcat. Why are you driving the Bobcat? You blow the tire off. Because you went past the safety fence and the metal thing hit the tire. Why are you even in the machine? I'm not saying none of the thoughts that are going in my head of, oh my God, your head is looking like a watermelon right now and I want to play smash. Because men, we have these... That's how we I'm think. not the only guy, that's I'm sure, in wired. the world. That's, <laughs> that's how we're wired. That's I'm wired like that. Yeah. Especially where I'm from, it's straight. There's no talking. So You're maybe getting, when something happens, you don't go the typical male now, route. Yes, you don't react, Do the opposite guys. of it. Do the opposite. Don't react. Be calm and just walk away. Go by yourself and swear in the sky, whatever you got to do. But don't show the other guy and that guy your reaction. Don't show him your anger. And watch how much happier you'll start being. Because you're going to start, like we guys said, you're going to start talking to yourself, man. It's healthy to talk to yourself. I have full conversations with myself. Let people think you're crazy. Don't worry. You're doing a monologue within your own mind 
and you're you're talking to yourself and you're going through situations of hey you know what should i do this what should i do what's going on or whatever a bobcat tire is 600 bucks big deal call the guy get it fixed we'll make it back it's a blessing in disguise mm. because something else might have happened the stigma is to right? amplify what we are all so used to it's true. It's yeah. a, a tire yeah. six hundred bucks. Yeah. Is that really in the scope of things of a job? How like, important is that? Is that really worth? Nobody me? got hurt. Nobody. There was no risk. Yeah. The slight delay to the job. Not even. I still kept running it. Who cares? The tire's flat. Jeff's coming. My guy's coming with a rim. <laughs> Who cares? Run it. Like I didn't even stop. How do you handle it, Clint? <laughs> How do you? It was the same over the past few years, where you just kind of you got to find a way. And mine was like. The mind muscle, like you got to get yourself under control and do some reading and, and spiritual and inspirational things. Life coaches, people to mentorship. Like as you, cheesy you got, as it may sound, uh, it, it actually works. works. Yeah, it works. Yeah. As long as you, like as long as it's Healthy. realistic and, and it's true to, it, it's got to be in your guidelines of something that you believe in. And it, as long as it's working, I don't care how you get there. Like if it's different, whether it's religion spirituality, inspiration, whatever gets you to a better place. Yeah. A puppy, yeah. whatever it is, it doesn't matter. What's, do um, sorry, how do you guys wake up? What's your first thought when you wake up? Eyes open. Let's go. Huh? Let's go. So no, no delay. There's always there's a delay now more than there used to be. But when you get up and you're sitting at the edge of the bed there, what's the first thought? When I wake up, I say, lie, 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 thank God. And then, we wake up, we're supposed to wake up at the sunrise, which right now is at 5.05, 5 something. And then we do a, a little prayer where we put our forehead to the ground and whatnot. And it takes about five minutes. You're just sitting there. You clear your head. You ask the higher powers, hey, listen, keep the guy safe today. Whatever you want to ask, you ask, and it clears your mind. Mm. And then I go and start my day, right? Uh, that's how I usually start. Sometimes you go back to sleep because it's five in the morning, like today, <laughs> right? I wake up five in the morning, I make my prayer because it's the time. Yes. So there's a discipline where if a higher power, something, somebody told me, hey, buddy, you take five showers a day, you're going to be dirty? Think about it. You'll never be dirty if you take five showers. So the prayer is like for the soul a shower because for men, we don't like to talk. We don't like to share. And I think we should do that more. And in Islam, it teaches us to talk and to share. And when you're angry, to reflect. You don't just get angry. Yeah. Sit down. Like I said, when you're standing up, sit down. Well, back in the day, everyone right? used to just go to a bar and... You know, every every exactly. night, this was like a regular thing back in the day. You know, everyone would end of your work shift, no matter how long it is, you go sit in the bar and you work clothes. That was their you know, version you, you of would sharing. You would chat, whatever, right? Dude, Obviously, you wouldn't go sharing, deep yeah. and start getting emotional. There's none of that back then, you know. <laughs> they wouldn't look at you the same back in them days. But, like, that was the thing. And now it's like there is, I mean, the only real sharing is, like, social media, you know. And yeah, that's, that, just, that's smoke and mirrors. That's, that's just bullshit. Right. We, all, we all know that, yeah, again. Right. The thing about social media is them freaking reels, man. They suck you in. Like, if you get stuck in them reels... Like you waste time just burning it. That's just again. That's just another little uh, little band aid because it's just releasing that little bit of endorphins. You catch know, yourself. Give, just give catch you that yourself little, and realize that this is not yeah, really. You've really got to get something to one of them apps that can kind of cut it off for you or something like that. But um, there's so much wasted time now, especially on the new guys coming up and whatever. Just 
sucked into them reels and then your phone, man, just wasting, burning time when you should be thinking about your work. But, like, you know, again, you shouldn't just stop that dead. You should just, like, you know, give yourself a schedule. Same with everything. You get up in the morning. Like me, I'll get up. I've got my, my 4.30 alarm, and I'll get up 4.30 regardless. And that's, that's, that's just how I roll. And then I get up there, you know, again, write myself a list. You know, I, I'll ease myself into the day, and I'll come in the day a bit more organized than I used to be. Before, it was just like, you know, 4, 4.30, I had two alarms out of my 4 and my 4.30, and then I'd like kind of roll my eyes, drag my ass out of bed, and just like, you know, zombie it into the day. And then, you, you know, I have my two Americanos just to make my heart, you know, just to make myself feel alive a little bit. And then, um, yeah, then I'd go into the day, you know, and just grind it out. It was just a grind. It wasn't really, yeah, you just, again, you're just trying to succeed, but you're not on, you're not, you're not firing on all four, that's for sure. Mm. And you need to, uh, to do that. You need to get, set yourself a schedule, even if it's in life and outside of work. You need to, the same with the breaks, man. If everyone, take a break. Like, you know, oh, it's one o'clock, I'll take a break. Yeah, when I'm driving the bin truck, Am I really going to take a break? I can eat and yeah, drive, you know, focus, and yeah. whatever else, which is okay. But when you stop, you know, even 15 minutes, you'll come back and, you, you know, it's been proven, like, in science, that, you, that 15 minutes helps. As much as you don't, you keep telling yourself, you ain't got time, you ain't got time. It, it's, it's a fact. You do need time. Just, again, set your alarm on your phone. One o'clock. Okay. Even if you're driving the truck, pull over. Sit down. What do I need to do? Check your list. Go over what you need to be doing. Just... Go in everything a bit more organized rather than just flat out and hope for the best, which is, you know, I think that's how we all start. We just keep going and hope for everything. How's works your morning out. like, Clint? Wait, water and daylight. Yeah. daylight. It changes my daylight. whole mindset. I yeah. just get it and go outside, bring my dog out in the back deck. And summertime's great because you got a lot of sunlight. But even if it's an overcast day, just getting daylight. And then you kind of reflect, get going with the day. And there's still shitty days, but they're not. I can navigate through them. You just keep going. The worst part is if you call it in that day and go, you know, I'm just going to sit on the couch. That doesn't work for me. I got to go. Even if I'm feeling shitty or in bad day or whatever it is, I feel better at the end of the day that I did something. Even if it wasn't that day. You know the days that you go, I knocked that out of the park? Great. And then there's days where you go, I got through that one. Good with that. I feel better at the end of the day. I come home, I go, I still got it done. It's the trades people that when they wake up and they already have pictured the whole day, they know how the day is going to turn out, even though the day hasn't happened. That's what my wife We've doesn't understand because I'm already, she goes, well, what are you thinking about? I'm like, you don't even want to know. You have no idea. Like the list of materials and what I'm going to say and the damage control that may come up in the day. And now it's just like, you just like spiritually, you just ask the universe, just take it easy. Mm-hmm. Just take it easy. Mm-hmm. I just want to roll through it. But yeah, your mind just doesn't stop. And I, I love the people that can actually just shut it down, relax, and whatever. I'm not wired that way. That I will never change. It would just be thinking. I do constantly. see the older tradespeople speaking slower, not necessarily moving slower. They just react slower. I think they think more about a situation if a it unfolds. Thinking, yeah. So they like, I've been down this river before. Two steps ahead, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like, there's no reason to your point to react in this way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to calmly think about what just happened. Absolutely. And then I'm going to calmly think about solutions associated with that. And then we're going to solve it and move forward and then come to the next problem. Yeah. Because there is going to be another problem. Sure. Yeah. Another and and often the way you're going to have problems. How my, how my dad in his late 60s can like run circles around young guys 
it's not necessarily that he's working harder, he's just working smarter, like, you know, the yes. famous thing. He, he knows where everything needs to be, and he's always, like you say, he's always one step ahead. These guys are like, you know, you go fetch something, then the phone goes off, or they, you know, they, they hit the Instagram or whatever, and then they're stuck in that, and then what was I doing? You know, yeah. there's so many distractions now, and, um, and everyone gets so sucked into that phone, man. It's, uh, that's... That's a big part of well, it. Like, that's got to be a scheduled thing. And it gets down exactly. to the discipline that we, that, you know, we were talking about here is the discipline just to have awareness around that. 100%. Look, I'm not going. I'm going to shut the, the notifications off, right? The discipline is just to just to the way you talk about it. But I go back to money because a lot of the younger trades well, well actually equate the the social media interaction to money. I'm yeah. getting my <laughs> sales from my social media interaction. I'm calling BS it. on that. Because I think in the end, as you guys all know, it's you, it's your presence, yeah. it's your sales pitch, it's your quality. That's what's getting you the job. It's not your filtered pictures or possible yeah. bigger than life persona. I, be I believe that 100% because yeah. in my, like I do kitchens and bathrooms and stuff like that and you can get anybody to do that. Guys, but it's got to be you. They got to trust you. I get yeah. clients that just hand me a check and a key. Because money's well, transactional, right? He's going to come and go. We, we know. Sit around this table. Listen. Sit around this table because we're successful. You know, we've had success financially. It's, a, it's Obviously, there's ebbs and flows. What the hell is money? Money is a fucking uh, tool, guys. It, creates, it, it helps create experiences and memories. That's all it does. Yeah. It's well, you here. Think it's it's everything here. until you You think it's everything, but the bit. reality of money is it's a tool to create ex better experiences for you, and it's here to make your life comfortable while you're here. And continue on when you're gone. Because when you're gone, I think we talked about this the other day, yeah. the, the, the tombs, right? The Egyptians. Ah, we're going to bury the money with them. What happened? They got fucking yeah. pillaged and robbed. Yeah. Well, that's another thing Like I find in, like, a lot of people don't think about death. Right. They oh, don't man. even talk about it. When's the last time you visit a graveyard? I bring my kids every weekend to the graveyard to show them, hey, this is where we're going to go. And everything you do in this world and how you treat people is being accounted for in a book of a scale of deeds and sins. It's simple math. You want to be a corrupt guy and do all this badness, you'll see what happens. Nobody thinks of the grave right. anymore. Like, even I keep hearing, you know, success and success. What is success? Is it a monetary thing? No. What is it really? To the young guys it is. Because all the young guys coming up that I meet lately, oh gee, why are you driving that green gobbler? You have a raptor. Why are you? Buddy, calm down. It's show better them. to show people nothing. Nobody's happy for you. Right. They're envious of you. Mm -hmm. There's even a surah that says, Allah protect me from the ones who tie knots yeah. and the envious ones who envy. Yeah. So... You're supposed to keep things humble. Yeah, I could drive my Raptor to the jobs. Why? I'm going to mess it up. My guys are knuckleheads. They're going to throw a whacker in the truck and blow the light the first day. <laughs> so I want to drive my green goblin. At least it's not right? a lightning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? So it's like, what is success to a person? That will define your happiness. That's, that's for everybody to figure out themselves. Exactly. Whether they find it out in their 20s or their 30s or later on in later, years. That they need to answer that question. So somebody, exactly. somebody, you either hit the wall yourself, where you come to a point where you're like something needs to change, or the wall is brought to you. Somebody, yes. somebody comes approaches you and tells you what it needs to be. But that person is hard to come by. You know, again, your partner, she has to put the balls to approach you and come to it and actually be straight up to you. Cause she, you know, you're not going to react. 
it's like I suppose the only way you can describe it is like it's like an addiction, right? It's like an addict. You tell it, you know, alcoholic is an alcoholic. See how he reacts. Somebody tells you you work too much, you're gonna flip. Right. I don't work hard enough. Like yeah. there's not enough hours in the day. What you're talking about? Right. Yeah. Like, you don't. You're not working too hard. You don't listen to them because you got that mentality. And like I say, with alcoholics, same difference. They'll, they, you tell. I've, I've known alcoholics in the in the construction industry, especially in England. Uh, it's it's like you know they come in the morning, they're still reeking reeking a whiskey or whatever, and you know big bright red face on them, you know, and they're still half cut. But that was yeah. like normal in construction back. That's home. another thing I was going to yeah. say. It's it construction normal. has normalized the abuse of drugs and yeah don't worry just do what you gotta do and get it done especially like the cocaine and stuff because now they see that as an opera you know it's like a cup of coffee cocaine it's like and these guys out there now that they get, i know like uh doing interlocking or whatever but to get their day the way they to want it, it they're, they're doing it they're doing sure. it just to get them that edge you know and uh you know you look at them and you're like holy get you know this guy's eyes are like olives you know but, but they're working like troopers you know it's like machines but yeah. it actually makes them weaker. Yeah. I had a guy, we were smashing a house, and I, this, my buddy brought his other buddies, two of them. And then I literally caught them doing ro- rails in the, in the truck. And I, as I came, I'm like, buddy, no wonder. You guys are moving so slow. Every Okay, for 10, 15 minutes, they'll be going. But then it's like, uh, and they crash, and they have to disappear again. And that's what I noticed. I'm like, where do these guys keep going? And right as I seen them, buddy, I flipped. I, it's like, buddy, I grab one guy, grab the thing, threw it right up there, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no! His life, his you watch now. I'm like, what? I owe you, buddy. Get the fuck out of here. Or I could have been like, listen, you guys do what you have to do and just get back. Just here. get the job done. Yeah. Somebody has to set that standard. Uh, See, not- with me, it's like, hey, it's a Islam- we're a Muslim company. I don't want none of my guys drinking alcohol. I don't give a fuck. I hate alcohol. I told everybody knows that. And I used to be an alcoholic. So I've come from that. I hate drugs on my sites. Because roofer, uh, all, so I'm not going to name trades, but because guys might get the bad idea. But a lot of the construction trade, and I actually have a lot of buddies that own mechanic shops, and the mechanics, buddy, it's normalized. It's mm-hmm. okay. You want to go do a line in the back? You want to go drink a couple beers or, or have a shot? They look the other way. It's but how they get their days done. There has to be some guy that says, fuck off, get out of here. Right. To, set, to change the trend, to change everything. But you're a business owner and you got to run a business and you got to exactly. get it done. But who gives a fuck? I just fired three guys, man. And now you I'm know down. you'll find somebody else. I'll find more guys. Yeah. It's the destiny. It's destiny. You'll make it work. Yeah. And that same day, I have a guy on Instagram. Hey, OT, you guys need an extra guy? Actually, you know what? An opportunity is just arising in our company. <laughs> <laughs> right? The higher powers will take care of it, bro. We can't get angry and react. I could have got mad at those guys. I was. But I just kind of, I did flip out a little. And then I said, buddy, get the fuck out of here. I don't know you guys. You were brought in through my guy. And then I told my guy too, what are you doing? Why are you bringing these guys? Yeah, they're just picking up garbage, literally, and throwing it in the bin. I don't need a rocket scientist. But somebody has to set the line of, hey... Don't worry. No I'll get it. I'll do it myself. Man. No pun intended. Right? Like, don't, <laughs> like, what? I don't know. I, I know that it's not like we had to go through this shit because it made a, a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? But we don't necessarily want the younger generation to go through this shit. Mm-hmm. And I keep saying that they're going to go through their own shit. 
But there's a reason why they're so quick to turn. And I know that it's the younger trades are turning to these vices sooner than the older trades did. Well, I also noticed the younger guys coming up right now, they're soft, Manny. They're not like the older guys or us guys. But that's where up. the bullying and the harassment comes in, right? Where they feel that they need to prove themselves or they're whatever. They're coming into a different world. Yeah. The yeah. Different, a whole different world. It's too much. There's way too much sensitivity going on right now on a construction site. Where it's like, we have our bumps and bruises for reasons that we had these bumps and bruises, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's like, it's okay. Like, how many... I'm still not... I'm sure there's more Portuguese jokes I could hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going <laughs> to offend me, right? But I guess in today's culture, if you're a young Portuguese trace person coming in, it might be a dozen before they get really offended sure. by it. And I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah. As we it's, mentioned before, people taking the easy road. Yeah. Like that, that, that is more now than ever. Everybody wants the easy. Nobody wants callous hands. Nobody wants callous hands. Like for us, it's it's the norm, right? You know, you're ripping the callous of your hand. It's normal, like it's part of the job. But nobody <laughs> wants. It's not cool to have callous hands. You know, it's yeah. it's cool to post these videos online. You know, of them walking into big houses and you know with a you know with a nice girl in the bed and all this kind of you know influencer kind of mentality. I think everybody wants that. You know, all they want to be is that almost like GC role that you see. You know the they come in with a brand new hard hat, shiny hard hat into these beautiful homes. And like, this is what we built kind of deal. That's what they want, but they don't want what's in between all that work that takes to get there. You know, they want the glory of war, but they don't want to go everybody, through everybody, like war. I say, everybody wants but the isn't money, the but they drive don't want more important than the destination. Not anymore. Not to those people. Like to me, I find the drive is the most important thing. The destination will come when, wherever you're going, you're going That's destiny. But nowadays with these young guys, there's too much TikTok and Instagram and all these things. We had a younger guy on the site the other day and every five minutes he was on his phone. And then I told him, hey, buddy, you know our rule, crewman group rule, what I have. What? No phones. It's not an office. You want to be a real estate agent? Go to fucking do the office. Get your phone out of the pocket. You're going to smash it. You're going to... And then all the other guys, I'm like, hey, guys, you have a phone? Take my picture. I don't have a phone. Hey, take my picture. I don't have a phone. Take my... None of my guys had their phones yeah. on them. It's our rule. And that new guy was like, oh, no, how can I let this... What? No phone? <laughs> they can't fathom it. They're like, they can't, can't even That's true, though. understand it. I know it's true. true. And all the older guys, we had a guy on our site, I posted it too. 85-year-old guy, Italian guy, doing the, the, the stonework. Buddy, this I guy is that. amazing. He's um, the conversation we had with this guy, amazing about life, the war, his wife, fucking guy beat cancer. Mm. He did all the, and he's still there on the top of the scaffold, putting up the stones. And I'm like, Bello, wait, let my guy come and help. Ah, this guy, he's so slow. Tell this guy go home. He's a young guy on the phone all the time. And I'm like, Bello, just give the guy a chance. Come you on. You know what my problem with the young guys <laughs> on the phone is? They're on the phone to find something that's going to make them more money for a shorter period of time right. for less effort than what they're currently doing. Mm -hmm. Maybe, yeah. Which is not the case for 99.9% yeah. .9 of the people on the phone. You're not going to find like the, 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 the holy grail of a solution on that phone. You're not going to see some sort of TikTok or social media post that says if you do this, you're on a job site, and if you do ABC, you're going to make $10,000 today. 
Like when I started seeing the younger trades started paying attention to where crypto was at and yeah, and then what right. they've invested. Like they started, and I started realizing they're just on the phone to find a better version of what they're currently doing right now. Mm-hmm. The next yeah. fast, fast yeah. Nobody wants There's to no do the drive. Anymore. They just want to get to the destination. Yeah. But you yeah. have to have these hard knocks to learn and appreciate. Anybody, you speak fail. to anybody that's successful, anybody that wants to invest into somebody you speak to the investor part, they will respect someone that has lost everything, gone through shit over somebody that's been handed everything to them. Yeah. There's a because different they drive. know. Yeah, they it's know. A, it's a different drive. That's what I see. We're talking about young guys. I mean, five years in the business and they're driving around in a $150,000 truck no and a trailer sense. on the back. That makes and no sense. I was thinking my 84 Ford Taurus with a landscape trailer on the back <laughs> when I started. I mean, where did you That's get that how from? it should be. Yeah, right? like... But you don't have to because you can get a loan and get a truck and buy some tools and and these guys are rolling around big. And they're not they're right? not physically or mentally callous for that kind of you know environment. They're gonna they're gonna come across you know again they've jumped in deep because they want to look cool and the brand new truck and the brand new trailer, but they've got to maintain that demand. You know if they want to keep that shiny truck, they got to put down that shiny money. Yeah. You know and you got to <laughs> earn that you got to earn that money, and and getting that money ain't easy, especially when you got all the older guys. You know what they're doing, and they're, they're going to, you know, they'll get it all day long. But you're going to come in with that game just expecting money to land on your lap, and it ain't that ain't that ain't how it's going to work. You've got to grind. Do you not walk onto a site and like? Do you not feel more confident because you've had the callous hands and you've gone through this situation? Listen, I showed up here today with a sliver on my hand, so I'm just letting <laughs> you know I'm going to wheel through this <laughs> as best I can. Oh, but it's so. like that experience, that physical experience contributes to your mental experience that you know how to handle situations when the younger generation isn't even inter- interested in experiencing that physical you're, aspect. You're constantly that. learning. That's the thing. You never know. I do jobs now and I'm like, shit. It's ironic. I though, missed that, it. Jonathan, like, isn't it ironic that tradesmen yesterday go through that hard stuff and then they have a hard time discussing their mental situations they don't want to confront them, but then it starts to affect them physically. But you don't want to burden anybody either. That's the thing. I know, yeah. but then the younger generation doesn't want to do any of that physical stuff, and they're avoiding the physical and the mental, yeah. so then they think they're in a better situation. It's a yeah. But are they really in a better situation by not confronting everything that's being thrown at them? I always say people are scared of the zombie apocalypse. It, it, yeah. it started when the iPhone was invented. Trust yeah. me, that, that's yeah. when the zombie apocalypse started. Yeah. And now I don't know how many times I've been downtown and like, you know, you're coming up through, you know, whatever university and someone just walks out in front of you Heads and, they're on down. The front and yeah. then turns around yeah. like Heads last down. minute. I saw that. I was there last I week. Know how many times, especially when what, that Pokemon thing came out and people oh, like walking Pokemon into traffic Go. chasing oh Pokemon. God. A guy walked off a cliff. And people were like, yeah. it was yeah, huge. I, yeah, it was, it was, there was a big thing about it. You had to put a big legal thing, obviously. How many points did he get for walking off the cliff? <laughs> <laughs> the younger generation has advantages and disadvantages versus what we had when we got started. Right. I think that they're looking at their businesses more efficiently and trying to figure out where they can maximize their dollar value. But it goes back to I honestly believe they're ignoring real problems that are going on in their lives because I don't care who you are, whether you're a tradesperson or not, you're still having problems. And as you get older, those problems are just going to continue to grow. And if you don't confront them, then what's going to happen to your life? Right. Because as we get older, like you started at the beginning of the show is like, there's going to be losses. You're going to have loss of loved ones. You're going to have loss of friends. You're going to, we're going to start to see our fellow tradespeople passing on. 
And it makes me wonder how are we leaving the industry for the younger trades and how are we, how are they going to come in and, and, and make it better? Yeah. Like how do we, how, how, how do you guys have that conversation with the, those young guys? Because it's, it's true. Like you said that it's different and I've, I have not met the younger version Manny uh, other than watching an older YouTube video um, <laughs> on a job site. You know what I mean? Because you had such drive and such passion and reliability you weren't you weren't yeah. going listen i'm only making x amount i didn't really make money on this job i did this because i want to prove myself i i dealt with this client and they were such a pain but we got the job done yeah so it's like i haven't met that younger version man that's willing to make all those sacrifices at the beginning to just build the business build the brand build the company how do you change it i think I it's just i don't it's gonna be what it's gonna be it's just wouldn't it be better to have the younger generation realize there's an opportunity here? Like I can actually contribute to the construction. Especially industry. now, any guys that want to, women as well, obviously, want to get their hands dirty, work in the trades, you'll own the world. I mean, it's not going anywhere. But yeah, yeah. do they understand it? Yeah. And yeah. you get good bosses that are willing to have your back and teach you and guide you, and that's what we need more of. More of this. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. More of guidance and teaching and that sort of thing. And like you were talking about some of the stuff that you're thinking about doing, get into the schools and get it, uh, you know, teaching these young guys coming through. There's money here, reliability in your life and everything else. Good living for sure. I mean, here we got a table of guys and how young are you? I'm turning 40 this year. You're turning 40, huh? Yeah. You don't look 40. Thanks. 30, man. <laughs> I don't act it either. <laughs> Strong 38. Yeah. How young are you, Clifford? I'm uh, 40 in March. Okay. Ooh, you know how old I am. No, how young are you? I'm, I'm, I'm 52. 50. Oh, yeah. You're just a tick over me, man. Yeah. So it's like you've got... And Jonathan? 41. Yeah, okay. So 40s and 50s is what we got yeah. going on, right? Yeah. Do you guys actually see any 20-year-old tradespeople having this conversation amongst themselves? No. Are they going to yeah. think that no. I cannot speak about this because I'm going to be bullied for even bringing up emotions. I don't know. I see some 30-year-olds, guys that I've talked to. But 20s, I think, is still in a different mindset. It's a diff all different, yeah. It's like it's all online. It's like even if they have a conversation, it's, it's online. It's no... I mean, I think the only real outlet people get is listening to podcasts now because that's the only way they get to listen to a conversation. I think that's, that's really why pod... No one wants to listen to the radio and, you know, this no. robotic... No you know, this robotic guy telling you what the weather is or whatever else, you know, or what the news is saying. Podcasts like me, like me I haven't listened to the radio in... I can't tell eight, you that. Eight time. months, I think. I eight months, I think, the last time. Uh, the I, news, you I don't just, even know what you're just, seeing. It's just so. podcasts or audiobooks. That's pretty much my day. Like, I don't get invested in, in the radio or the news. Um, and like I said, that's now people... And they, they talk about on podcasts, how the reason why they're getting so big is because that's the only time people are communicating. They're having conversations. They're listening to conversations. Oh, I can relate to that guy. He just said that, you know, or whatever. That's that's really the only real, you know, when the, everyone talks to each other on uh, Call of Duty or whatever else. But that's that's really it. Like, who's really going out and having conversations now? Like, what real groups are there? You know, I mean, climbing used to be huge. Everyone used to go climbing, do that with their kids or whatever else. Yeah, but you, this as, is, as a this parent, you've got to bring that in. And this is where we have an opportunity at this table to, to, to flip the script on that, right? You guys know it. I mean, the way you communicate with a 20-year-old, a 30-year-old, a 40-year-old, a 50-year-old is dramatically different, right? 
But no. I think they're too nervous. I think it of goes back to pull, like, bullying that. I get a lot of DMs from from younger trades always saying, listen, I love the shows and I love the conversations that are going on. I'm only five years into the business. Yeah. And this, uh, I'm assuming they're probably in their 20s at that time. Yeah. But I think they want to be a spectator instead of a contributor because they're concerned that if they contribute, they'll be laughed upon. They'll be labeled. And I can't labeled. say, I can't say that. And I'm going to say, what happens if you do? Yeah, but to all the young guys listening... I got beat up my whole life. I've been making made fun of my whole life. All that bullying and that stuff is going to make you stronger. So uh, embrace that. The tests don't stop, man. No matter what, there's always gonna the tests don't stop. I like that. Right? So just go and jump in head first. That's what I did. Just have a hard hat. And yeah, have a hard <laughs> hat or, or if you're in a pool, I don't know, but like you can't be afraid to get beat up. And once you get beat up, you won't be afraid to get beat up again. Because you're going to be like, hey, you know what? That wasn't that bad. I just fought like three guys. And uh, yeah. Screw those guys. I'm going to see them again. And don't be... <laughs> and also understand, there's probably more of you than there are less of you. Yeah. Probably, yes. I'm just saying that most of us, I think, are thinking the same way. But we just are too afraid to bring it up and talk or about it. Or say it. A lot of guys are... Some guys are... A lot of people are shy. They... They're worried about what you will think of them. Yeah. And once the younger guys and any guys and women, once you get over that, you'll soar, man. Nobody will stop you because you don't care. I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of me. I'm winning and I want you to hate me. You know why? Because my dad told me the more people that hate you is because you're winning. Mm -hmm. So let them hate. That's showing you you're winning. A hater is going to hate. A snake's going to be a snake. Learn to see people for what they are. So with me, with construction, it's been such a good outlet, especially for guys that are like, and girls that are hyper, and I can't sit still. All my teachers told me, I'm an idiot. Oh, no, sit down. I got kicked out of every school in Ontario. Uh, Why? Yet now I run a successful business. How is this possible? Anybody can do it. It's just... With the younger guys, I'm noticing with this uh, Instagram and the phones, and it's softening them up from real life experiences, right? Mm-hmm. So guys put an experience filter on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're looking right. for that. That they're looking how to feel through that phone. Yeah, exactly. Right? Or like, I had a young guy. Hey, come, we're gonna start digging. I think you were there at that job where we were digging, and the young guy yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh. It's 9.30, man. I need to go home. I'm like, numbnuts, it's going to storm tomorrow. We have to get the waterproofing on the wall so I don't get everything caved in. And we stayed there till 11.30 that night. What? So, again, that time, I kind of got upset at that young guy. But he realized through leading, hey, buddy, if you want, go home. But I'm staying here and I'm finishing the tar and putting the delta on because it's raining literally a big storm tomorrow. Hmm. So what are you going to do? You're going to go home or you're going to man up or woman up and do what you got to do. Yeah, be uncomfortable. It's good to not be comfortable. Are you guys all seeing an an improvement in yourselves and your businesses and people around you? From, yeah. from the time that you've uh, you're you became aware of what's really going on yeah it. that was like that was the, yeah. that was the game yeah, changer absolutely. for me it's a realization like i say you're either going to hit a wall or you know you're going to choose to 
the wall's going to come to you or you're just, you know, you're going to change things up. But that, you know, we don't want people to, you don't want to get to that wall because the wall ain't nice. It ain't pretty. I and mean, when you hit that wall, you know, you, you, it's either like, you know, you're going to go up or down. You're either going to, you know, take, take a bad route out and, and numb it out further mm. or you're going to deal with it. You know, it's up or down. So, like I say, you don't want people to get to that wall. You want to show people that, you know, people are willing to listen to your conversation. People, if you've got problems, they've got them too. You know, people will listen. I've always said I'm, a, I'm an open door. Like if people want to DM me, whatever, if they want to talk about stuff, man, I'm, I'm here. Because when you've been at that low, you know that feeling. Yeah. You know that feeling of being lost. You know that feeling of feeling worthless. Like there's nobody there. Like you, you got nobody. You got nothing. You, you are the man. And, and like I say, you're the boss. That's it. No, one, no one's going to be your boss and tell you what you've got to do now. When, when you hit that low, it's up to you what you do. And, and you've got to, you know, like I said, you can either reach out and, and, and you've, got to, you've got to release that spring, man. That, that spring is going to eat you up and, until, like I said, it's going, to, it's going to go bad or you're going to deal with it. But somebody, or if it's not yourself or somebody else, you've got to fix it. And like I said, man, I'm an open book. If anybody ever wants to approach me and talk about how bad their day's been, I'm, I'm an open book, man. Yeah, DM me. But that's the thing too. Like, I only know that, I'm only like that because I've been there. Yeah. And yeah. it was it was bad, man. It That's was what I like. I mean, it was going through the tough times, and now looking back, it wasn't fun, but I'm way better for it. What it teaches you and everything else, I navigate through jobs differently. I look at the clients differently. It just, yeah, you, if you come out at the end of it in a positive way, it will change you for the better, for sure. And then you share it with others, right? Like there's, yeah. there's The other statement just not in there is like, reach out without guilt. You're not going to judge and assess somebody. Uh, you don't give a shit. But they don't know that. They don't know. This, well, this is why we're having this conversation. Yeah, like, and yeah. the young guys are scared to talk. I find with my guys, I have to reach out. Like, I have to initiate it. Yeah. Like, bro, something's wrong. Because you see it. I see it. And then they'll never tell you. And, like, the younger guys, I, I know my buddies. I have younger guys that are always around. And they'll never ever bring it up to you no that something's wrong or yo this is how i feel what do you think or this they'll more try to get information just of what you're doing and see how you're moving but unless we as the older guys initiate to them hey talk to me what's up then they'll open up it's that fear like you know, I can't explain it. It's just like a puppy no, dog know, fear, right? We all had that when I we were at the beginning of it, when we're discovering and going, what the hell is going on in my absolutely. life right now? What's going on in my life right now? And then you start Why realizing what's going on. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. yeah. Why is this shit on top of shit on top of shit on top of shit? Yeah. Why and I love what he just that? said, that anybody could reach out to him, talk to him. My number's on there too. I'll yeah. do the same. I yeah. love that. That call us. Anything. It doesn't matter. I'm not ever going to judge you. No. Ever. So that fear of judgment, which a lot of people have, should be thrown out the window. And guys like these guys, they're amazing guys. You could just hear it. They know. They've had failures. Mm -hmm. And it's that moment, like he said, when you're at the wall and you're hit, those are the moments that make you or break you. Where you're going to be stronger or, buddy, you're going down and you're just going to be a lost cause. And you're going to keep digging lower and lower and lower. And it's the road that you have to figure out, right? With me, I think the young guys coming up, honestly, they, if, we, if they don't have guidance, they're screwed. 
and the construct and it'll and it'll affect the construction industry hand in hand. Cause yeah, because we'll never be guys, able to retire. Yeah, right. We're not going to retire. Yeah, it won't happen. You won't be able to. Like my boss is still working. Bless you, Alex. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's still somewhere building, doing whatever he's doing. He can't retire. Guys, they some guys they and that's the beauty of construction. Like same with the Bello, the Italian guy. He retired, couldn't do it. He had to come back. They're bored. That's construction. But it's they're the also love. worried for the younger generation coming in. Probably. Because wh- who's going to take care of it now, right? They don't. They're trying to train. Guys don't even show up. Mm. You have guys willing to teach, but the guys don't want to show up. So then, what's the problem, Manny? How do? What do you do? Yeah. Just trying to explain to somebody like like with me in my job is like, you know, trying to make digging a hole sound exciting you know it's like <laughs> this is how you dig a hole and you it's know, really you fun you can see it in their face they're like yeah this is digging a hole but like no 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 there's a way of digging a hole i've got to make this look appealing like <laughs> trust me there's a career in digging holes <laughs> sure there is. You know, trying to try you know what i mean trying me trying to feed this to jerk, guys jerk, it's like jerk. you see it in their face when you look at them it's like you know really you show me how to dig a hole i'm like listen man you do this wrong it could be bad yeah. you got to understand the importance and like i'll do it just like everybody else, and I say that from day one with any guy that starts with me, I said, I'll be in the hole next to you, man. Yeah. If you ever got problems, ask. I would rather you ask than something go wrong than, you know, me wishing you had just asked, you know? And like I said, man, you just got to make this game look appealing, but with my game, it's a, it's a hard sell, you know? Like, well, but you, you know, you're doing it through vulnerability, right? You've done it through vulnerability. You, you know, you've shown, you've shown up in the face of, being tremendously uncomfortable and experiencing a lot of shit in life, as have you, as have you, as we all have. We all have our own stories. But it's when you show up with that vulnerability and say, look, I'm not going to ask you to do something I'm not going to do. And yeah, it, sometimes it does suck to dig a hole. And other times when, you know, when, when, when we were talking about this, when, when it's pissing rain and you're digging and there's nothing else on your mind except dig this hole, there's something special about that, whether it's, it's, it's no different than sitting in front of water. For me, that's or, like or, or break, praying yeah. or whatever yeah, that yeah. is, right? <laughs> if I could just constantly dig an old, I'll say this, I'll say this before. Like I'm kind of envious sometimes. I was, I was, I wish I was doing this right now. I wouldn't have to be running around, you know, driving around, you know, stressing my ass off. I would rather be just doing what they're doing, worrying about that and nothing else. That would be. But that's your experience. You're discovering moments of peace. Yeah, yeah. And you're realizing how important those moments are. Yeah. But there's something, guys. There's, there's something fundamentally different about men and women too, right? Men, we like. We're, Traditionally, there's always exceptions to the rule, except men most times do a task and like to appreciate the task. Yeah. I want to dig the hole, stop for seven to ten seconds, appreciate my hole, and then go on to the next task. Where a woman is, is psychologically and fundamentally wired different. Where, you know, she can dig a hole and then figure out, okay, from the hole, as I'm walking back with the shovel, I'm going to stop and, you know, wash my hands. No, no, no. It's like, I want to dig my hole, appreciate my hole, and move on. I've had a few. I mean, I had one one girl that worked for us. We've had a few come in like, yeah, don't worry. You know, I could work next to the best of them. I'm like, not a problem. Like, come on in. I don't judge That's anybody. That's not the issue. Yeah. I don't judge anybody. I yeah. don't of judge nothing. Not a thing. And um, we had one girl, absolute trooper. But she was like a farmer. Like, her dad was a farmer from Ireland. Mm-hmm. She's, She's a worker. But, you know, and, and you know what it's like with, a, you know, a girl, being a girl and a farmer as a dad. You ain't get no sympathy. Right. Like you ain't say, nope. you know, my back hurts. Be like, nope. go home. You know, it's like, don't waste my time. You know, you get no sympathy. Like a dad with in construction, you, you tell him that you've, you know, my back hurts. What, what are you going to get? Like, 
come here, like, you know, let's, let's give that back a little rub, you know, you ain't getting that. <laughs> like, just, just deal with it. Like, go home, do what you want. Like, that's, you'll, get, you'll get no sympathy, you know, and they get, you get that reaction. That's the old school reaction is like, you know, they, they do wind you up in the day. You know, that's what they used to do. Like, you know, are you going to do anything today or are you going to keep working slow like that? You're getting these digs all day long. And that, that was the way it was. And, you know, you can't be like that anymore. I had one guy who was like that with guys, new guys that come in and they'd be gone and gone in a couple of hours. Like he was, he was the way I was brought up. He was teaching guys that, you know, give them a say abuse, you know, you're giving mm-hmm. them encouragement, so to speak, but in like, you know, I don't know. I don't know what they already described. It's like in a construction manner. And um, yeah, they didn't, they didn't like that one bit. Like guys would be like gone in in a couple of hours. It'd be like, I'm not dealing with this, but like, you know, he hasn't been serious. But he's, you know, he's, he's giving them, we call it, you know, he's winding them up. You know, he's getting them, it's hard to describe really, but yeah. There's a lot for all of them to navigate through, right? Yeah. And then I guess. Sarcasm, you know, I don't Yeah, it's just, but it's part of it, right? Yeah, and exactly. it's not being done maliciously. It's just, it's almost trying to figure out if you can be a part of our group. Mm. Like, yeah. It's a little, know, test, a little yeah. bit of a hazing. And then you yeah. give it him back, you know, it's the way it was with us. You just say, you know, you don't fuck off. And it'd be like, they'd all start laughing. And then that, that was the ice That's broken. That's it, and that was it. Done. You, know, you, just, you just have to I'm give I'm not disagreeing with back. you guys that the younger generation are softer. Right. And I think that if, if they could realize that there's potential here, that they could be a part of the 1% of construction, they'll be very, very successful in oh, whatever yeah. that definition is. That's it. They're on a path of gold, man. If you, yes. can, if you can, man, there's like the way it's going, the possibilities are going to be ginormous, like unreal. Yes. You but they gotta want to be uncomfortable. And yeah, like we were saying, right? The like grind, you got, man. You gotta like when I was coming through. You know, like yeah. the guys that brought me through, they weren't nice. No, they weren't right. caring about my feelings. We, we it was just we load the truck, make yeah. sure it's right, go get me a coffee, and you ate shit. That's just what you did. But mm. you just, it was normal. Like that's what we were supposed to do. And now you got guys that are willing to talk to you and guide you through and work with you and try to get you into the team and keep you there. So, yeah, there's got to be a change. It's got to change, right. right? More talking, more coaching, more is. leadership. Yeah, right. And the podcast, man. Like that's again, like I said, I'm always people mad on podcasts. Just us talking right now. Doors are opening, man. Like people yeah. are thinking, what people are listening? People want to listen to me. Yeah, you know, like that's even a possibility because, like, never was. Yeah, I believe that. I, I think there's a lot of guys even right now are in a job and they're just like, I don't even want to share that information because i know I people know see it as I'm a weakness fired yeah. and that's the problem still right meanwhile they're just gonna grudge through we're just gonna continue going. trying to reveal the reality i guess crack yeah. the shell man. the you new version really of it. it that's all it is that's all we're trying to do we're but will gonna, it make changes it will it will yeah, for sure i think it totally will i think you're yeah. gonna get a lot of the younger we'll you're gonna get a lot of the older guys listening to it going yeah. holy shit yeah i didn't realize there was more of me out there i'm like yeah. there's lots of more of you out there that's what I didn't realize. Yeah, there is, is. There's a lot of guys in over the past few years running in guys to Home Depot and literally being in the parking lot for two hours talking to somebody. And you're just venting. There's just got to be that, that time where you just settle down. I and get it. I relate. you got to get to I've the job there. and get worked right. on. I've seen it. I've experienced it. That yeah, conversation you, you can, you is can a game give, You can give them a path then. You know, you yeah. can say to them, this is how I dealt with it. It might not work for you, but this is how I dealt with it when right. I was in that situation. Right. Guidance, right? This is what we all needed. I mean, this plan. I mean, we would have all prayed for guidance back then. Back then, God, yeah, I know. Like, just somebody just to tell you, like, listen, man, calm down. You, know, you need to deal with it this way. That would have been like a godsend back then. But, um, like I said, man, you just we all need guidance to. Especially if your circle's small, because mine's small. I 
it, it's so you don't know who to reach out to, right? And you don't, and you don't have like you have buddies, but you're like, I'm not. I just and you don't want to burden anybody. That's the one plus like, of yeah, digital. We though. don't share. Yeah, right? share. we don't share. Don't share. Men have to do more. Yeah. We have to let down our boundary and share. Yeah, and whatever. Fuck it. See what happens, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever going to say anything negative about men either on the show or on the site. Share it. Not that well, I know of. You, not that you know of, but like, you see, like on the sites, it's more like, right? So, it's it's weird. But that's one thing on my sites. I change is where I want you to share with me. What's yeah. up, man? But you guys know right? what's gonna happen now, Those right? Start, they start getting all like, you know, like when you say, "Oh, I, I'm I, open." I, I know, but that's. Like, I think that's the stereotype. I think that's we're we're destroying the stereotype. Right. And I think what's going to happen, because it has already happened, where I bump into people and they'll, they'll come up to you and possibly look around to see how close anybody's near you to see if they're in earshot. And they'll be like, listen, you know that episode? Yeah. Actually, when he said that, that made a lot of sense, man. It connected yeah. with me, right? You know how many people reach out because of your, your episode when you opened up about your dad? Alhamdulillah. Like I'm just saying, that. a lot of guys are going through that. And as you get older, we're going to have losses. Yeah. It's just like, so I know that they'll be quiet about it, but I think... And that's why I'm very respectful of anybody that's come on the show and opened up. They're, they're realizing that we're breaking stereotypes. Like we're not feeding into the stigma of construction. I've never been that GC on a site that has looked at anybody that fucked up or questioned and thought it was a stupid question. It was never a stupid question. Yeah. Yeah. You're just trying to educate. You're just trying to learn. So it's like we're, we're two halves of a, of a whole. That's all it was. So then I'm not going to question you. Has anybody else in construction as a boss ever felt like, um, because, you know, I treat people how I want to be treated. 100%. But have you find in construction, I don't know if it's just a Canadian thing or what in Canada, but what I find is if I approach people and, you know, I'm, I'm reasonable with them, I'm nice with them, I don't overreact when things go wrong. Do you ever find the odd guy that's trying to just test your buttons and see if he's, see if he can... Because he sees that you're approaching this nice person, he tries you and like tries to like step over you in some shape or form. I've, I've had that a couple of times where the odd guy is like trying to, he like cuts off your conversation or or he tries to big man you up over you. You know, kind of like it's happened, and I just don't work with them again. It's happened. No, more I mean on. employees. I mean employees are doing that. No, I was like sub trades because I've had I, that with employees where I'm trying I, to. You know, I'm, I, I found it more online. Yeah. I found people were doing it as a keyboard warrior yeah, where they push you that way because yeah, yeah, yeah. they can hide behind yeah. realizing it's so easy that. To do. You know what? If you're face to face, you would never treat me or speak to me or do yeah, any of this crap. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, yeah. yeah about that I mean, way, do you think, you know, just that there's some sort of softness in there because you're not being somewhat aggressive over certain things where, you know, then you will see the other side of me. Like, I, you have yeah. to snap and well, shut them down. You, you got to have that side, though. Yeah, you you work with that, people that's the definition between a boss and not a boss. Doesn't it get back down? So now you've got this scenario where somebody went above you, right? You know, do you have to show up as an asshole? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on the, on the context. But the other thing... It's I like think an, it's good to have that in your pocket, yeah. though. You have that to cut me in half. It could show up. It could show up. And, like, you know... Rather than hiding out behind that gossip, take it on. That's where we got to get uncomfortable. Like, yeah. man, listen, when you went above me and talked to the engineer without getting the whole full story, here's the impact <laughs> of that, right? So if this is where this is where the digital world sort of disconnects people, right? And even inside organizations, you know, as a, as a boss, as a leader, somebody goes above you, 
these things, listen, if you've got an issue with Jonathan, the best guy you can solve your issue is Jonathan. Have you had this conversation with him? No. Well, I encourage you to have that conversation and support him through that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's what... I've had it before, you know, a guy's messed up. And I'm going to be a bit stroppy about it. Of I'm course. not going to start screaming. I'm not going to start shouting or throwing tools around. I'm a bit stroppy about it. I'm like, okay, so I told you to do this. And you did this. And they're like, yes. I'm like, okay. So what do you think we should do differently right next time? You know, I'm trying to be reasonable. <laughs> kind of grind the teeth a little, you know that. Get, yeah. get them to yeah, the what, solution. What should we yeah. do differently? Yeah, how do you want me to react to this? Because yeah, you know what? Be, yeah. I'm trying to be an <laughs> asshole now. And then this other guy pipes up. Why are you being stroppy with us? Like, so snaps off. Like, snaps off. Like, why are you being stroppy with us, Cliff? Blah, 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 blah. Like this. And I'm like... I was perfectly fine yeah. until you piped up. Like, yeah. And then I had to like <laughs> cut him in half. I was fine a minute ago. And like, you know, again, this is where the boss comes out. You've got to be, you know, cool, calm, collected, but sharp. You know, you've got to, you've got to cut him verbally. But, you know, not, you know, don't physically get mad. But there, yeah. and there you well, said the boundaries, gonna, right? Like, guys, I'm going to be... hearing you. Like, the hyenas will always test a lion. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's what I'm saying lion, is where right? you're trying to come off as reasonable. Sometimes you get the odd guy who tries to like test your patience. Of course, yeah, and like that's that's the that's what you come across. I find anyway. I just just wanted to ask. Well, that but then are, are we not and not to stay on this you know wavelength so long? But then we're organically tell, suggesting and and verbally and and implying here's what's on side and here's what's offside. When you push to this limit, that's the limit, man. Yeah, that's the limit. But you should show a hint of it so they understand that that person's there too. <coughs> it can't just be like I'm the nice guy I'm going to take care of everybody I'm going to be responsible And all this other shit mm -hmm. But if you're crossing the line here And you're actually trying to Oh no I know the Stir the, some the, the, shit The clients yeah. heard it Everything Once yeah. you hit that line It was like a, It was like You've just you've just cracked it You know yeah. you've, you've gone to the other side of me now Like I'm yeah. trying I'm trying to be I treat everybody Like I want to be treated Like I yes. said And there's that, always that guy That tries to like Up alpha you You know He's trying to like like I said, you're talking and he tries to cut you off and you're just like, and you're like so that's your first little nudge. I'm like, I noticed that, but I'm not going to say anything. Go. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, again, like I said, I'm talking to this guy that I'm a bit upset with what he did and he did it wrong. And then this guy just like starts shouting at me and I'm like, wait a minute. Like you, you think I'm, I'm like some sort of soft link. Like, you know, this is where you say there's a line, right? This is what I'm saying. You get that line. We're trying to be nice to people and you try to be reasonable. And I find that over here, when I've been on some of the larger construction sites, man, like I don't know how they get away with talking to some of these guys. Like, like back home, that's fighting talk. Like I've seen like a late you know, laborer foreman, and they like talk to these guys, like, do this, do that, and they tried that on me. And like, buddy, you ask me, you don't tell me. Mm -hmm. And he's like, not not expecting a a retail, you know, a, a, an answer back. He's like, what? What? We're gonna talk about this? Like, you don't, know, buddy. Like, don't don't. Look how, look how you talk to me. I'll put them on the spot. Look how you talk to me right now. Yeah. Am I talking to you like that? You're shedding light. And then like over here, it's more common. I find that you get this kind of like alpha, you know, yeah, he's the foreman. Yeah. Okay. Take control, but you don't have to be an ass. Right. No, I, I don't find think that you get assertiveness. I find that a lot. And like, right. Yeah. Back home, my man, like, the guy's picking shovels up and be like throwing hard hats and be like, Hey, you talk to me like that, man. You know, this is his business. And here, like you say, there's no consequences. I find you find that. I mean, you've seen them videos of guys like throwing hard hats and like let's the old concrete guys. Let's go. I've witnessed let's, that before. I've seen that a couple like, of times. Yeah. Chest to chest, kind of like you know. Or are we even peacock, getting to that point because off. everyone's so sensitive about anything ex 
that's experienced or said or how yeah. they now they just quit. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all that is. They move I'm leaving. on, right? Yeah. There's no passion. Yeah. There's no fire. They don't want their confrontation. I'm out. Like you know, I've messed up. Even though it's my fault, I'm out. Like you know, there's back no to being uncomfortable. Well, I tell yeah. my guys all the time, I'm not your friend. Like you're not my friend. Well, you're my. I'm friend. your brother, right? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, you, right. So I'll tell them like, we're, you're not my friend. You're my brother. Yeah. So a brother is gonna tell you what you really don't want to hear. Yeah, that's what the real truth is. Not hey, you know what? Finish work. Let's go to the bar and we'll let things go and we'll talk and you know have some drinks and no, mm. I'm not doing that with you. I think that's the kiss of death right there. Go if home. You, you want to party with your guys? Yes. I don't know if that's the best thing to do. No. Then more lines will be crossed on the job yeah. site. Yeah. Yes. And you see, you see a weakness then when you get yes. intoxicated. Yes. You know, and then they kind of getting leverage on you. You know, and it's like, a comfort too, right? Yeah. Where yeah. they'll get comfortable. And they think you're there's someone else now because hey, I went with the boss to have some. Yeah, beers that's, that's the thing about his friends is like you know business and friends, right? Yeah. I've, I've yeah. had that before. See, I, I used to I used to work with my dad, and man, like when he was having a bad day, I was having a bad day. You know, it was like that. I was the you know because we had that line, it was crossed. You know, we, we're family, so he knows I ain't gonna retaliate. I ain't gonna yeah. go mad, and that's the thing with the you know employees. You start treating them like family. Take them in, like let's go for dinner, yada yada yada. And then they they just start seeing like wow I can uh, you know I can do this I'm not going to show up that day he's not going to shout at me you know he's not going to be mad lines yeah yeah you can be good to them but don't you need to get a line on paper yeah. I think you is the main thing I think line. you know that's you right. have to hand them a, a contract when they start and like this is the line kind of deal you got to have that, that corporate line right that line between business and pleasure and you know I always want to treat people that work for me you know as, as almost like buddies I suppose you know I want to be I want to be friendly I want I want people to think that but um. So you can get that camaraderie where it's like clear. I want brother, that brotherhood. You know, brotherhood. That's what I'm used to. I come yeah. from a military background, so that you know, that's what I, that's, you know, I wanted that military background where I don't have to treat people like children. I tell you to do something, I'll show you to do something. You learn, you do, we move on. You know. But today you're getting adults that are all children, majority of them, right? In construction, rolling yeah. their eyes, drinking that monster energy drink like it's like wow. it's water. like three or four of them. I had guys having like two for breakfast. No food. Oh my god! And they're like in their twenties, like early, like nineteen, twenty years of age, and two monster energy drinks for his breakfast. I'm like, man, I'd be dying on the floor right now, grabbing my chest, like <laughs> my eyes would be beating with the, you know, with the rhythm of my heart. It was like they're just drinking like they're nothing. It's fine. It's a, it's a whole different world. We're gonna wrap it up. You got any thoughts, Jonathan? Anything you want to express for me? I, I want to express gratitude, guys. Like, yeah, thank you for for vulnerably showing up wholeheartedly and, and sharing your insights, your knowledge, your stories. Like we've all got stories. We've all got shit. And I think the biggest thing here is, you know, we're all in it together. Um, don't be afraid ever to reach out. I think that's the biggest takeaway for today is that look, if you look around this table, everybody's got a different experience, different story. So, so uh, thing I just want to say is thank you. Thanks for making that time. Yeah. Thank you very much. Guys. Well, thank you to you guys doing this because this 100%. is, it's going to shed light. It's just going to, and this is obviously a massive part of construction. Is obviously like I always say, there's no wealth without mental health, and um, it's 100 percent true. Like I, you know, I, I could have kept grinding even when I hit that hit that wall. You know, I could have kept grinding down that road, and who knows where I would have went. But um, I do want to ask one last question: How's work? Everything good? Pretty much. Awesome. Yeah. But I was slow coming our Christmas, but right now it's it's yeah. great. Everyone yeah, had that I'm little dip, it. I think, with the um, you know with the interest rates and whatever else. Yeah. But, um, 
once that dip was over, everyone seems to be back to business. Even though it's a little, obviously everything's more expensive, fuel's expensive. That's that's obviously nipping the that's nipping you a bit now because I obviously think some got of the their head around it and they're yeah. just like, I still need it ain't changing. Let's move whatever yeah. it is done around the house. It's maintenance even around the house. Whatever it is, you're going to need something done. Yeah, Holes well, dug, it, whatever it is, something needs to be done. Yeah. That's the beauty so. of construction. No matter what's happening in the and actually one of my uncles, a big stock guy, told me this that. Construction is one of the only things where no matter what's happening really with the market and this and that, people will always need stuff done in their homes. And there's actually people who make money during these hard times. And yeah. it's just how you set yourself up, right? And the way with construction, if younger guys and everybody getting into it is, you learn that one trade or a couple of trades and, you, buddy, you're the stock now. You're going to rise. There's no stopping you because you, we're going to be surrounded in a time of just computers. Is there really going to be concrete guys 20, yeah. 30 years from now? Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it's still not going to be us. Don't, don't right? worry. Robots will not we're take gonna be over. Still, right? yeah, but, but, and even if we on a, you know, a little electric scooters instead. Yeah. <laughs> with the exoskeletons. Uh, uh, electric seats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like 90-year-old guy. Because the young guys are scared. But the real problem right? is those robots will not be able to handle the new crew that's coming in for any mental health issues. <laughs> that's yeah. true. It will not be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I thank you, gentlemen, for being on the show. I thank you so much for sharing. Thank you, Jonathan, so much. We're going to continue doing this. We'll see how many we can pull them off. But I think we're just going to keep on. And don't be surprised. People reaching out to you, young and old or what have you. Again, anybody want to reach yeah. out to me, like the brother said here, I'd yeah. love that. Young guys, old guys, anybody, man, reach out. I have no judgments. Yeah. I will never judge you. Just, I'm here all years. Just trust me. Like, you know, no matter how low you think you are right now, we've been there, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I, when you're scratching that barrel and, and you think, you know, literally the wheel's crashing around you, it ain't. This thing's happening. You know, people will talk you through this and I'll definitely be one of them if anybody ever needed that. And uh, yeah, keep grinding. So just share the deeds again for everybody so they know. Clint, Fieldstone? Uh, Fieldstone, um, fsfieldstone and hotmail.com. You know I'm old when it's a Hotmail <laughs> account. Hotmail. <laughs> as long as you don't have a MySpace account. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> yeah. Clifford? So Pegasus Underpinning uh, on uh, Instagram is Pegasus Underpinning and Reno. Um, Anne is an A-N and Reno. Um, yeah, so yeah, look us up. And then uh, Taha Crewman Group on Instagram. My phone number is on there. Emails on there. Crewman Group at uh, Inc. Crewman Group Inc. at gmail.com. Dirt, dirt, dirt. And dirt, dirt, dirt all dirt, day. Dirt, dirt. And yeah, you guys, again, feel free. Anybody, contact me. We're all yours. And then Jonathan Sonelli, you got your own podcast as well. People first, then construction. Well, first, then construction. You can reach him there as well. And uh, you don't have an Instagram, do you? Yeah, you see that. I do, Jonathan yeah. A. Sonelli. But you guys know how to get in touch with me. Go to jonathansonelli.com. Anyhow, um, thanks, Manny. Thanks, boys. Thank you very Angelina, much. Angelina, thanks, so thanks for keeping us all together. This has been great. Man. This thanks. has been fantastic. All right, Angelina, we're out of here.